The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Malinlabecigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true puro, 100% organic, Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box. If a brigade member buys a set, cigars, coffee, and whiskey, Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! 12 covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, Brigade. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. It is Monday, September the 18th. Dave Sherapan in the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. No, I did not know the date. I had to check on my watch to see what no it was. No idea what the date is. No idea what the date is. No idea what the date is. It's Monday, I guess. It's a reaction Monday. We'll get to a lot of things with college and pro football coming up today. We're live on YouTube, live on Twitter, at Boston versus the book. For those, we are replayed on Sirius XM Channel 159 and Sports Grid TV at 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern time. You late night owls. Thank you for hanging out with us here for another episode. Dave, big night for you. Monday night Steelers action in Pittsburgh. How are you after the weekend? Good. I'm tired. That's to be expected. We had a very busy weekend, as we always do. You have no school today for Maddie, so you think it's still an extended weekend, which Monday night football lends itself to that same type of feel. The weekend's done. Sunday's over, but we're still we got two games today to talk about. The Panthers hat looks pretty good. Maybe an indication of something. It may not be. Um, yeah, there's, there's the rundown is full. College mm. football was fantastic. Mm. NFL Sunday overs, the theme of the day. I mean, it's just nothing but overs and things like that. Everybody's here. Hit the hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumb so you get the notifications. Like Chef Benny says, don't be a bum. Hit the thumb. Ready to go. What do you make of that? That overs were so dominant in the NFL week one unders book re the books react. The books drop down their numbers. Week two, the opposite. We see nothing but overs, nothing but points. 12 and four to the unders in week one. The games were 16 games. We're 14 games in and we're 12 and two to the over. It's a week to week league. It's never been more indicative of that. Still don't know what pass interference is. I don't know. Still don't know. Still don't know what a, an illegal hit is sometimes. Um, it's 
it's the hardest thing I, I still say, well, along with the NBA, which is starting, I think, in like 37 days or something like that. We'll get we to that. We are three weeks away from the NHL. Yes, NHL. Three weeks. Uh, starting to see the highlights of uh, practice and Connor Bedard. Like that. Connor Bedard? Oh, my. Yeah. It's going to be good. good. Well, something got to be good in Chicago because the Bears aren't. Let's just we'll, we'll get to that. White Sox um, aren't. Cubs have lost Sox five in a row. Definitely are not. The Cubs have lost five, <laughs> five in a row. <laughs> Sky's falling in Chicago. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Um, what do you make of it? I don't think there's anything to specifically make of it. It just feels like I told you before the show. We were just talking briefly. I never want to bet under again ever, like on anything. I got the under right on the Patriots game last night and felt like I I, I needed to uh, go for a walk afterward. It was exhausting. I'm like, this was a dead under the whole game. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And if they give them that first down, they probably score. Look, story of the weekend, refs and judges. This oh, is refs and judges. Well, this is one of the stories of the weekend. You can get to this. I tried to get Anik on today. He's very busy. He's very busy. He's always oh, very busy. It's okay. It's okay. But but you you watched it. The, the other story of the weekend is kicking a field goal on the last play of the game. To we got seven. that. We'll get to that in a second. Go. I'm going to put the glasses on for this one because you explained it to me and I was mad and I didn't even watch it. So if you didn't watch the UFC Noche event here in Las Vegas, on Friday – we talked about this and I said, look at bet the over four and a half rounds, because if it goes to a decision, I do not trust the judges in Las Vegas. I have been a part of two Mexican independent weekend fights watching Canelo Alvarez fight against triple G. I believe both those fights were in September during Mexican independent weekend. One of one of those cards are right above my left shoulder, right mm. there. That's one of them. Both fights. I scored seven, five for triple G. Both fights went to Canelo Alvarez. I, I was the first fight was a stunner. The second fight was like, come on. Third fight was he was old and washed up, and it just it, it wasn't really competitive as it should have been. He won the first fight. Canelo won the first fight. Yeah, I mean, sorry, no. Golovkin won the first fight. Triple, Triple G, G won, the, won the first fight. Yes, seven five. It, I, I've watched it multiple times. I scored seven five every time. Golovkin won the fight. So I knew going into this, I was like, okay, Alexa Grasso is the Mexican-born flyweight champion. She has the belt. They made a special belt for her, a Mexican themed UFC title belt for her to wear during the event, during the lead up, everything. It was not promoted here in America heavily. It was not promoted heavily here in Las Vegas. It was hammered in Mexico. The crowd was all tourists. They all came up just like they did when they have Canelo fights here you, you walk into the arena and you're like, did I leave America? Because no one here is from this country. This is amazing. Same thing was going on for UFC Noche. Every Mexican fighter was being cheered heavily. It was a night to celebrate Mexican MMA. Mm. Valentina Shevchenko is the number two greatest female fighter of all time. You have Amanda Nunes. She is one. Bullet is two. You can come in with other conversations if you want, but to me, Bullet is the second greatest fighter ever to. I mean, you, you put it, couldn't I? People might go, wait, wait, really? Yeah, to me, she is. She's number two. The fight was how I thought it was going to be. It was a tactical, very technical fight between two very good fighters. But Valentina Shevchenko won that fight. 
The judges agreed. Well, two of the judges had a split. One going for Valentina, one going for Grasso. I guess you could say three, two Grasso. You could, I, I, I would, I would be okay with that if you said okay. At most, it was okay. At most, but I was okay with it being three, two Grasso, because you could say maybe the first, the third, and the fifth go to Grasso. Second and the fourth went to Valentina. Okay, I, I, I could, I could subscribe to that. But one of the judges had Valentina Shevchenko winning three rounds to one going into the fifth round. Meaning if Grosso wins the fifth round, it doesn't matter. It's a three, two win. Thus it's a split decision victory for Valentina Shevchenko. Okay. Wins the belt. That judge named Mike Bell decides to give Alexa Grosso a 10, eight round, which means he makes up for the deficit that he had Grasso on his card. He has a 47-47 score. He has a draw. One fight, one judge for Grasso, one fight for one judge for Sushenko, one judge has a draw. Thus, the belt doesn't leave. All the money is back. Nobody lost any money on it unless you bet a three-way market, which most don't ever bet that. Three-way market, you got it back. Nobody wins. No one in the mixed martial arts community, nobody who watched the fight, nobody who has a set of eyes who knows anything about combat sports can come to the rationalization that Mike Bell came to. Nope. The first three minutes of the fifth round were won by Shevchenko. The last two minutes, pretty impressive. Grosso went after her and she got her on the ground, took her down. You want to say Grosso won the fifth round? I'll give it to you. She won the fifth round. But Mike Bell's scorecard already had it as a 3-2 win for Bullet. It was over on his card. It was already done unless it was a finish in the fifth round. And there wasn't. And we are all just going to move off of this and act like nothing happened and just ignore it and go, oh, it's no big deal. And no investigation is going to be done. But Mike Bell will work other UFC fights very soon. It, it, it happens all the time. Fighters get screwed by judges and we go, oh, oh, well. There's no investigation. There's no conversation. There's no nothing that goes on. Yep. It's a minor thing, but in the betting world, as we get more and more into this, the fact that there's no accountability to this, I'll say it again. I said it on the show before. I want judges in front of the media. I want them to go and answer questions when they They're have not media people. I don't know if that's the answer. Why not just put up the scores as they go? Why, Open why scoring should be fine. Shroud of mystery. Because he could still After, do it, even, even he, he could still do what he did, even with open scoring, he could still do it. Well, then everybody in the building sees it. Everybody in the corner sees it. Everybody sees it. Then maybe someone can ask Dana or somebody who runs the thing and say, "What are we doing with the judges?" Right. The Nevada State Athletic Commission—they're the ones that are in charge of that. Dana can—that's that's why Dana can rip judging all the time because he's just the promoter. He's got nothing to do okay. with the actual in the octagon event. So he so can't even go in it. there. So they don't want it exposed. They don't want them. To, you know, that's the commissions don't want their judges to speak to the media. Otherwise they would. Correct. Or, I mean, we don't see it with referees either because it wasn't just that. I mean, you have an unbelievable moment that got ripped away from us and robbed because the referees don't call a defensive pass interference in the end zone after, and I can't believe he threw the ball from the 40, the other 40 yard line, Russell Wilson threw a ball from the 40 to the three. 
Yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, arcing, unbelievable pass. It ping pongs off four different guys, winds up in the hands of a Bronco receiver, touchdown on the last play of the game, two point conversion to force overtime. And that was as blatant as DPIs you're going to see. How in the world the referee didn't call that is beyond me. I've said it repeatedly for at least 10 years. I don't know what pass interference is and isn't. You're supposed to just see it and know. Now you see it with replay and you still don't know because they see it live and they don't know. It's really hard. I I just uh, – <laughs> it's, it's hard to – to not draw conclusions from things that are done when it's so tied to the gambling. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Again, Denver loses. What do you make of that? I mean, forget about them coming back and robbed of a moment and all that other stuff. They're owing two, two home games lost. Well, same with the Patriots. We'll get to them. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. And then the Dolphins, so let me get this straight. The guy who is literally down the line, he's straight down the line. Yes. The lateral happens. Hunter Henry throws the ball back, or I forget it was me, Kasiki. Kasiki throws the ball back. It's kept caught it yeah. backwards. Throw it no play by him. Beautiful play. Cause he, he said he heard the dolphin players clapping. So he thought he was short because right. they were like, yeah. And he was like, I must be short. So, right. And he threw it back to Cole strange the offensive tackle, or I guess guard, whatever he's playing now. And he rumbles past the first down marker. They go back in replay, but here's the problem with the replay. The replay is not down the line. The replay is at an angle. There's an angle shot. And they say, okay, well, where are the hash marks? Well, if you've ever looked at the horizon, you know that the further away you get from things, the more weird things get. You can't really 100% for, for, for to be certain. You can't be sure it's exactly lined up. Except for the line judge who happened to be on the line who sees where Strange goes and he spotted the ball as a first down. But the replay comes back and says, well, his elbow was down. Look where the ball is. His knee and his elbow were down. But it was angled. It's not down the line. This is the problem when you don't have a pylon cam or you don't have an exact, you have to take into account what the referee called. You don't overturn that. You can say, well, it looks like he might be short, but you don't know that he's short. This idea of definitive evidence is beyond me. It literally, that word can be definitive whenever the fuck they want it to be. Up is definitive. That's what it is. Speaking of which, <clears throat> our man Will is back today. Welcome oh. back, Will. Thank you. Sorry for the swearing, but we got to keep you on your toes too. Um, we'll get to that and best thing about today. I mean, that uh, is one of that's not why they lost. I'll say it right now. Okay. But I had Patriots team total over 22 and a half. Okay. Patriots could have scored and gotten me on my over. So it screwed me out of the opportunity to get that bet right. right. But it also, we were robbed of two really cool endings. Patriots could have scored, forced overtime. Maybe the Dolphins win, maybe they don't. Maybe Denver goes to overtime and wins. Maybe they don't. But we're getting, we're robbed because the referees aren't doing their job. It's week two. I understand it. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But this is the tale as old as time complaining about referees. I get it. What do you do about this? When Sean McVay is 0-7 straight up, 0-7 against the spread, up against the 49ers in Kyle Shanahan, down by 10, kicks a field goal with four seconds left, I believe it was. To lose by seven. It went up and time ran out. It was the last, literally the last play of the game. 
down 10. What, what do you make of this? So he's a young McVay is the youngest coach in football. Don't tell me he does not know what point spreads are or what the point spread was or that his record does or not baloney. He does hundred percent. I know he knows it. He's too young not to. He's grown up with it. I don't think so. Yeah. He's grown up with point spreads. He's grown up with NFL network talking about numbers and spreads and his record ATS against Cal. They weren't talking about numbers and spreads until five years ago. They weren't allowed to. They weren't talking about numbers and spreads on the NFL network. No, on the NFL network is on, on broadcast TV on NFL. They weren't games. allowed to on broadcast TV. Either. Oh, they were, they they were, were talking, just talking about, about you know, different things. They were, they were very casual about it. Now it's over to top and in your face. So you're going to draw the same conclusion that all these other people, either in the content space or in the books are drawing that he knew to spread and he wanted to cover the spread rather than yes. worry about winning the game. No, he couldn't win the game. He wanted to cover the spread to stop the narrative. I thought about this all night. Talked to our good friend Gumpy last night. We were talking about it and slept on it. Came to this conclusion. What do you want him to do? He's throw trying a, throw a Hail Mary. to score points. Yeah, okay, throw a Hail Mary in the end zone. All like the time. Why? Sure. He, he kicked a field goal. He needed 10 points. Yeah, so go and try to score a touchdown. I think if he doesn't try anything – well, I'm that not saying take a knee. More egregious. I'm not saying take a knee. I'm saying throw the ball in the end zone. Okay, so take a knee is worse. It is 100. Taking a knee is worse. Right. I would. That's not. That's not for the integrity of the game. Yes. So, oh, this integrity of the game bullshit. Stop with that. This Just integrity saying, that, of the game now. It's too much intertwined now. Fair. Official betting partner commercials nonstop all day, every day. Fair. So, you can't run and hide from this. This is something that. Needs to be addressed. Kick the field goal in the last play of the game. I had never seen that before. To cover the spread. It, it it affected millions of dollars. It was a swing. Game falls seven on a game that was seven and a half pretty much the whole week. It was eight, seven and a half. It closed in a couple books, seven. Mm-hmm. So the books got sided, majority of them. Um, but players got sided too because they were laying seven and a half. They were covering 10 until that thing went up and went through. It's worse if he don't do nothing. I think 100% worse if he don't do nothing. So not Fair, but the field goal is the problem. Why kick the field goal? Why not throw it? Why not do the Broncos did? Throw it, throw it in the end zone. Throw a Hail Mary. You could. I mean, that's what most coaches do. Most coaches would go for, they would not line up a field goal. This is okay. Let's try to score a touchdown. Why? Here. So they can lose closer. He's losing. Game's over. It's Either or. Right. But, but. From a stat perspective, unless you're going to say I need to work on my field goal unit, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Why but, not? Eh, I'd say I'd rather work on a Hail Mary in case I need it later in the year. Why? You work on a, you kick a field goal every game. True, which is why you shouldn't work Mary on every it. Game. We need a lot of work on it. You should be able to work. Hail Mary is unique. It's a rare occurrence. Work on it. So you have some game film experience to go and look at it and say, okay, next time, let's try this. Field goals are all the time. Listen, you want to talk about it, make every moment mean more and all the other catchy slogans, you know, the king of sports books and all this stuff. Kick a field goal. There we go. Why'd you kick the field goal after the game? I'm working on my field goal team. The Jim Moore quote has never come more into play than it does now. You think you know, you don't know, and you never will. He was right. You have no idea. Is he obligated to answer that question after the game? He can say, I was working on my field goal unit. You know, I kick a field goal. Did you see the prop? 
or the the same game parlay bet that paid off cost FanDuel $20 million? Will there be a field goal kicked in every game? Something like that. People put it together. That was the only field goal kick in the game? No, 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 no. Will there be a field goal kicked in every game in the NFL? Something right. like I'm that. Was that the only field goal kicked in the nine in the Niners? Rams no, 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 no. There was there was a couple other ones. Oh, so that didn't matter then. No, it didn't matter. That didn't pay it off. No, no. I'm just saying they're putting out all these, you know, crazy stuff. What do you want the guy to do? Not kick the field goal so that the favorite can cover? Doesn't matter. Either way, he's screwed. No, I don't think I think it's not even a story if he throws it in the end zone. He throws a hail no, mary. The favorite covers. It's not even in the end. It's not even a story. No, if they catch it, even on the last play of the game, if they convert like Broncos did, it's a story because then they cover. Yeah, it's fine. Throw but, it up but and catch you it. You understand why that play happened, though. That's a t- traditional NFL football play where time's running out. You're down by ten. Throw it in the end zone. Let's see if you can get a hail mary. Okay, great. Kick the extra point. We lost by three. That that's your traditional typical way the reason why it's a story is because he kicked a field goal that's not typical to line up and kick a field goal and go for three to lose by seven our guy kevin whitrock just came in and chat and said head-to-head points and divisional count as a tiebreaker at the end of the season don't they took the three points what if it comes down to the tiebreaker and points maybe it had nothing to do with the spread oh i disagree Sean McVay you disagree. I can guarantee you it had nothing Sean to do McVay with wanted to go into broadcasting. Sean McVay wanted to go into broadcasting. He's the youngest head coach in the in the NFL currently still, who's the youngest head coach when he got hired, and he still is. He knows the spread. He knows the, the narrative. Nothing to do with the spread. Okay. I think he I think it, it had everything to do with the spread in terms of him. And it's you'll never know. You you can say it, I can say it. Neither one of us can be proven right or wrong unless he comes out and says, I knew what the spread was. But these coaches all know what the spread is. And he knew he was 0-7 against Sean, against Kyle Shanahan. And if I can't beat him. makes $50 million a year or whatever. What does he make coaching? What does Sean McVay make coaching? You think he gives a shit about his record against the spread against the Niners? Yes. Think about what you're saying. He doesn't give a shit about any of that. Disagree with it. I, he was. He, it's all. It's all anyone talked about about this game. It's, it was a huge narrative around this game that he <laughs> can't beat whatever we want. He can't beat Kyle Shanahan, and he can't come close to beating Kyle Shanahan. I'm just saying, there's no way to prove me wrong unless he comes out and says it. But that play to me, he can it, say it. You won't believe him anyway. I can guarantee you that oh, well, he can't give a he can't, shit less. He can't, oh, I disagree with about that. his I, record against the spread. He's one of the Kyle most. Shanahan. Look, this guy is incredibly cautious and careful about his image and what he does and what he says. He's the youngest coach in the NFL. He's the only coach ever to grow up with social media. He's the only coach ever to grow up with this type of scrutiny from all people at all times. You should look at it. I follow him and his wife on Instagram. I know what they do, what they, they are very aware of their personal and public image. He knows everything that goes on. He's absolutely meticulous about it. He knew going in, he knew what that kick was going to be. I have no debate in my mind. I don't think he did it because he, someone told him to, or he had Guys money. In the chat, put it in, put it, yeah. brother. You think Sean McVay knew that he was, his record against the spread against McGlish. Yeah, against Shanahan. Yes, and against Kyle Shanahan. Absolutely. Against Kyle Shanahan was a factor in him kicking a field goal at the end of the game. 
I'll let I the think, chat tell you. Yeah, it's I gar- absolutely absurd. I can't. It's not absurd at all. It's an, world you're the, the one talking about gambling nonstop. It's everywhere. Can't get away from it. You don't think the coaches are, are in the same situation? You don't think they're absorbing the same stuff you are and we are? They're seeing the same exact thing. Football game for their lives. They don't okay. give a shit about the spread. I don't. I'm not saying. What he, are you I'm not saying about? he cares about it as a monetary value. I'm saying he cares about it from a narrative standpoint. He doesn't want the, the narrative, narrative anymore. He's trying to win a football game so sure. he can get to the playoffs. So you're, so you're, so j- 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 just so we're clear, your stance is he kicked a field goal because he was working on his field goal unit. I have you. no idea why he Correct. kicked a field goal, but That's I know point. it wasn't against. Oh, you can't say that. You can't do that. Fucking matter. You can't say that. You can't say I know that he didn't do it for this reason, but I don't know why he did it. You don't know why he did it. That means you don't know why he did it. I can rule out that it was to cover the fucking spread against Kyle Shanahan. I disagree. So he didn't have a blemish on his record. Okay. I I think Sean McVay is one of the more vain coaches we've seen in the NFL in a long time. He is extraordinarily vain. And he cares about covering the spread as an attaboy. It's Uh winning and losing to those guys. It is, but it's also that. I'm just saying, I'm not buying the idea that he he was working on his field goal unit. No, I'm not buying that for a second. Uh-uh. He wanted to score. I didn't hear a word after the game if anyone asked him. It's it's still an uncomfortable thing to you ask. You can't ask him. It's not, you can't. I mean, again, you can't ask that question because the answer is, you know, one, you know the answer already. And two, it puts him in a very uncomfortable situation. The league can pull your press pass pretty quickly if they think that you're doing things inappropriately or trying to start controversy. So you can't really ask Sean McVay, hey, did you kick a field goal to cover the spread? Like, for starters, most beat writers can't ask that question because they don't even know. So <laughs> Wait, the beat writers don't know what the spread is, but the players and coaches do? Sure, because most beat writers are old. What? Most, be- most beat writers are old. Most beat writers never have been around in this world. Look at the average age of a beat writer in the NFL right now. You know, like, beat. Beat writers have been around a long time. Know the bookies that are taking the bets. Let sure, alone the but most spreads. beat writers do not. Most beat writers are really old in the NFL. Look at the average age of beat writers around the NFL. They're not young. The but websites have young people. The athletic have more than the young kids. The, though. the athletic no, no. I just I, that I disagree with. I think if you're between the age of 25 and 35, you know way more about gambling than people who are 55 plus. You're way more in tune. You're way more. You're, you're, you're seeing it more. You're being advertised to more. You just are. I, Dave, I know them. I mean, I, I've watched them. I know I them too. So, like, you know NFL guys in certain markets. I'm talking about across the entire country. All yeah. across the country where gambling hasn't been a part of it. In Pittsburgh, I get it. There's a lot of guys who have been around gambling. In Boston, I get it. A lot of guys have been around gambling. Right. In Kansas City, there's nobody in Kansas City who knows anything about gambling. Nobody. Really? None. Zero. They don't pay attention to it. Not at all. In Dallas, they don't pay attention to it. These people okay, aren't so now these you're are old beat writers because you think the players and the coaches pay attention to it because I'm media saying doesn't. one no, you, you're misunderstanding me. Sean McVay is the youngest head coach in the NFL. Sean McVay has been the youngest head coach in the NFL since he was hired at 32 years of age. Guy's been around for 20 years as an assistant. No, he Sean was McVay, around. Sean, Dave, it's impossible. Okay. Tell me he was he coaching started in, at 22 or 23 was in his high school in a room. In his high school? He, he's not been in the league for 20 years. He was 22 or 23. How old is he? How old 30, is Sean McVay? Right now, Sean McVay has been around NFL football because of his dad, okay? Okay. But so Sean he's McVay, been again, his whole life. he's the young. So what, what does that matter? It doesn't matter anything. I'm telling you, Sean McVay is the most vain coach in the NFL. He, I'm, I'm telling you, if any head coach in the NFL knows about point spread, it is Sean McVay. 
and the narrative around him versus Kyle Shanahan, a guy he cannot beat who owns him and he's sick and tired of it. There's no explanation. I'm, I'm telling you, you can say he was working on his field goal unit. I'm not going to buy that for a second. There's no need to run out there and kick that field goal. Zero. It didn't cost me. I, I had no money involved. I, I had a money line bet on the Niners. It didn't matter to me. It didn't hurt me at all. One way or the other, as long as San Fran won, doesn't bother me. So this is not a money thing on me. But when I saw it, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Given what I've seen socially so on social media from his wife and from him, it makes sense that he would go ahead and do that. I'm not saying he had any money involved. I'm You're not saying it's wrong. nefarious. I'll just, I'll just, That's I'll fine. just, I'll, you can say I'm wrong, but you can't can, prove that we I'm can wrong. both be wrong. Well, you, we, you can't even prove when me. I prove you're wrong, you know, you can't, you're right. you, I, you well, can't you prove you're right. You admit that you could possibly be wrong when you're wrong. Could you possibly be wrong on this? Of course. Okay. But so you. could you, right. but so could you though. I could you, be wrong. You could wrong. Admit that you're, you're, I'm not the one I, saying I am definitely right on this. You are. You're saying there's no way it's possible. I'm saying it's possible. So let's be clear as to what the argument is here. I'm just saying I could be right. I could be wrong. You're saying there's no way you're wrong. Correct? I'm telling you, and I'll tell everybody that's listening, huh? Sean McVay kicking that field goal at the end was had zero to do with him caring about his okay. record against Kyle Shanahan against the spread. Okay. And you can't prove that. <laughs> you cannot prove that. So I'll how much Sean, look, Google how much Sean McVay makes right now. I'm not saying it's about money. It's beyond money for this guy. It's about ego. Everything about I'm Sean McVay is about ego. Everything is about ego. Coach in the NFL, huh? He doesn't care about his record against the spread against another coach. Okay. Do you agree with that? No, disagree with okay, that. Okay, fair. I do. Right, I, dis- I disagree with that too. I disagree with narratives. I disagree that narratives matter to coaches, especially guys like Sean McVay. Okay. Narratives matter. We'll agree to disagree. Sure. There's, but, and I know for a fact, huh? all the beat writers and everybody else that you, you, you know, that it's 25 to 35. Huh? A lot of them just got educated. They get educated by sure. watching our show. Sure. I, I'm not debating the that point. I'm just saying writers? they're more in time. They're more in tune to it. They pay attention to it more disagree with that too but that's why we can agree to disagree because again they're the ones who are betting i don't believe all the old guys are betting i believe a lot of the young guys a lot of the kids are betting betting or not well if you're betting you're paying attention more if you're betting you're actually paying attention to what's going on that's okay that's so i think that's why you're paying attention to it more because you're younger and you're into it more the older guys don't aren't interested in it they're like whatever i don't need to worry about that crap i'm a writer they, they know what it is, but they're not paying attention the same way because they're not being advertised to the same way for that matter either. So they're not seeing it the same way, the way the people who are 25 to 35, which is the number one betting block that the books are after. The number one block that the betting books are, that the books are after is people 25 to 35 with, with money or without money? Either or. Because people over 35 got more money than people under 35. Sure, of course. But the advertising is being designed to get people who are newbies and who are between that block, 2535. Get him. It was the same thing that the beer companies did. It was try to get somebody away from your dad's beer. Because once you have a book, we know human behavior comes. You have one or two beers. You have one or two books. And that's you become brand loyal. Get them when they come in. I don't so, know. Again, there's no way of knowing this. There's no way of proving I'm right or you're wrong and vice versa. There's no way to know that. Just saying, look at Sean McVay. Look who, who he is. You might be 
surprised <laughs> at the guy at the guy who Sean McVay is. He almost walked away from coaching for a reason. He has a broadcasting job sitting there waiting for him. Whenever he wants to walk away from coaching, he can walk away from coaching. Sean McVay salary. Probably, uh, I'm going to say Sean McVay's making $10 million a year, $15 million a year, somewhere in that range. According to Sportico, Sportico. he makes $14 million annually, making him the third highest paid coach in all of American sports. Yep. Third highest paid coach. Nothing to do with money. Got zero to do with money. Third highest paid coach in all of American sports, not just football, not just baseball, not just basketball or hockey, all of American sports. He could give two shits about his record against the spread, against McVeigh or against uh, Shanahan. No chance. You, you can't. You, you can say that, and, you, and that very well could be the truth. But you can't say that without a, without a hundred percent definitive knowledge, without explaining to me why he kicked it. You can't do that. Okay. Only Sean McVeigh. Only Sean McVeigh knows why he kicked it, and he makes fourteen million dollars a year annually. And Kyle Shanahan owns him. Questions. And Kyle Shanahan owns him. And that's burns him burns him bad that he's owned by a guy in his own division how many super bowls mcveigh got one how many super bowls shanahan got as a head coach i believe zero as a head coach right but one as an assistant coach who owns who <laughs> mcveigh is is right in uh, shanahan owns mcveigh <laughs> he owns him they're playing the playoffs mortgage payment on Mc, uh, on shanahan on mcveigh wow it's over i mean he cannot beat him you can't do it. And it, that is a very frustrating thing for, for a guy who has the ego the size of Sean McVay. One is more than zero, right? What do you mean? Championships? Just one One is more than zero. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about head-to-head, right? If they played in the playoffs, I would agree with you, but they haven't. So, All right. I mean, if they get into it where there's actually like a legitimate conversation about championships or AF, NFC championship games, stuff like that, but I mean, Shanahan has coached. Got to look at his record. Taking the Niners to one Super Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, lost to the Chiefs. Yeah, so he's gone to one as an assistant coach, as an offensive coordinator. I got to look because what the Falcons? That was the Falcons. So maybe he's lost both. Took the Falcons to the Super Bowl, right? That year with the Patriots. He was the OC then, right? Uh, I believe that's what got him the job in San Francisco. San Francisco, right? Was the, was with the with the Matt Ryan offense. Thought to bring it up. So maybe he's maybe he's only. I thought he won one as assistant coach. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't win one as assistant coach. Maybe he's, he's but Sean McVay. He has not won one of the championship. I know that McVay is one and zero. Doesn't factor into the head to head between the two guys. I just want to caution all these people that are going to do content that watch mm-hmm. our show. Yeah, that are going to take it like it was a big deal. And he kicked the he kicked the three to cover the spread because of his own knowledge of it. Is that wrong, by the way? Hold on. Is it wrong if he did that? That's a bad look if he did that. Why? I don't think it's a bad look. It's just a look. I don't it's only a bad look as if he's got if he had a monetary benefit from doing it. I don't think it's a bad look. The only way it's a bad look is if McVeigh actually had money riding on it. I don't think McVeigh had any money running out riding on it. It was I, I ego think, play. Well, it's because it's the last play of the game. Right. You wanted him to throw a Hail Mary. Uh-huh. That was better than kicking a field goal? Yes. It's more traditional. It's typical. Yes. 
more in line without raising any eyebrows or asking any questions as to why you did that. The field goal brings in questions. If he doesn't, if he throws a Hail Mary, no one's asking any questions. The field goal kicker is like, that kick is like, wait, why did you do that? But again, I don't think there's just trying to score points. We're trying to get the maximum amount of points. I think it doesn't do anything. It looks way worse. Okay, so him having to decide. I would agree with you. The, taking Mary a knee. Well, I would agree with that. If you took a knee, you'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you taking that a knee? Have, that would yes. have been a problem. Yes. That would have been a problem. And that would have raised that, eyebrows. That would have been. The second eyebrow raise is kicking a field goal. The third right. eyebrow, that nothing would have happened. If you threw the Hail Mary, you go, okay, no one's going to throw a Hail Mary. I don't think he had any money attached to it. And even if he did kick the field goal because of the point spread, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as he's not benefiting or having a buddy benefiting from it, it's just his own decision for his own ego, which is what I think it is. It's not illegal. It's not wrong. It just brings a lot of things into questions, especially of course, but getting partners with the league now. But Before, what is he? Again, he makes district. 14 million. What does he care about an official betting porter with the league? He doesn't care about that. That's someone else's problem. It's not my that, problem. That's the Shields problem. I mean, right. It's not my problem. So I'm I don't want this narrative around anymore. So we're kicking this thing. So I don't get right. I don't have to hear this anymore. Exactly. That's why I kicked the field goal. Well, I'm just saying that I believe that is a very real possibility as to why he did that. I'm not saying 100% I know he did that. I'm just saying there is definitely, in my mind, a legitimate question to be asked about Sean McVay kicking that field goal because I think Sean McVay knew the narrative. It shuts it up. Give him full credit for that. What? If he shuts him up? The narrative up. Well, I mean, whether it did or didn't, the questions in our circles are louder. Will it get into his circle? It's probably not. But I'll be curious if there's a reporter at the first press conference, probably tomorrow, right? Because Mondays are off days. So tomorrow, if somebody says, hey, coach, did you hear the questions about it? He'll dismiss it and go, that's ridiculous. And that's not even a conversation. That's what are we doing? Like, I'm not worried about that right now. Come on, move on, move on. You know, the answer's coming anyway. It's a couch dancer. I can do it for him. Only he knows inside. And I'm just saying there's a possibility that that came into play. Less than 1% of a possibility. Okay. I disagree with that, but that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, injuries to worry about. Uh, Saquon Barkley's ankle is legitimately a concern here. He's had high ankle, high ankle sprains in the past. He was throwing his helmet at the end of the game from that comeback with the Giants. Giants play against the Niners, speaking of, on Thursday. If he doesn't play and the line kind of says he's not going to play, is this the number one survivor pick of the week? Uh, it might not be because it's Thursday, um, but it's already ten and a half. Um, and climbing. Yeah. Well, it's. I don't know if it's climbing. I don't know. Is there much resistance between ten and a half and thirteen? Yeah, eleven's a number now. Okay. Let's see. Hit refresh. Oops, on a college page. Amazing. Everybody in the world settled on 10 and a half and 45. Wow. Fascinating. Um, did you see it? Did you see the injury? I saw, I turned it on after the Twitter reaction to, oh no, Saquon. Then I put it on and saw the replay of it and went, oh no. It looks really bad. His reaction is what really caused me to think that he could be done for a while. Right. I mean, that's why he wanted to get paid. That's why he was trying to hold out. That's why he was trying to negotiate. I'm a running back. I get hurt a lot in week two. A 300-pound man rolls on his ankle. 
and only the, and he looked like he knew. It looked bad. Like he got bent over and his ankle stayed straight. It looked terrible. Mm. Then he went to the sideline and smacked his helmet. And oh, I don't know. That's it's again, it's already week two. We're already talking about injuries. The Giants came back, took away from what was everybody's Dumpman was the number one survivor pick them and the bills and 1,169. I think it was yeah, entries. It looked, like, it looked like it was done. <laughs> 14, um, nothing, 21, seven, 28, seven. It was, yeah. everyone's so, like, wait, what the hell? And that was, I mean, Daniel Jones in the second half was unworldly. He was unbelievable. Couldn't miss. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say if he don't play, they're done, but if he don't play, they ain't winning. So we'll probably get the people will probably use San Francisco again. Saving teams is great. And the circa makes it unique that you have to save it for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But it would have been nice to have picked Dallas yesterday. That was but the Cowboys play the Cardinals this week, right? Dallas plays. Yeah, let's see. Cardinals, right? At Arizona. So you could you could take if you want to knock off the three big ones right away, you take Ravens in week one, Bills in week two, Cowboys in week three, or Niners in week three. I mean, you're using some of your bigger teams, but if the idea is to stay alive. Yeah. You you know you're making it to week four at least. How about Jacksonville? Home against Houston. No way. Do not take divisional games. Really? In Survivor. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. It's a big rule for least for, for me with survivor pools. Divisional games are never unless you are absolutely have to take them. I can't take divisional games. Weird things can happen. I mean, look at the Bengals. Houston is just undermanned. They are very much so. Offensive lines, four guys were Decimated. down. Well, in that, but in that game, I mean, Anthony Richardson runs two touchdowns in the first quarter, smacks his head. Garner Minshew is the quarterback right now for this team for the Colts. Good thing what, he is. Right? You know, they got a, something to play with. So a capable backup who was able to just, you know, keep the ship north through a touchdown pass and everything. Looks like not that there's a not a drop off. I mean, there's a reason he's the backup, but they're still able to play to win the game, mm. you know, as opposed to the Jets, who are in a situation where how I don't. The, I, look, how are the Patriots favored, by the way? I, I know it's. How are they not? <sighs> I know it's Zach Wilson, but if you, that Patriot offense in the first, I mean, they can't get out of their own way in the first quarter. Uh, I guess that Jet defense, I don't. I mean, I think 0 3 is a real possibility for the Patriots. That was a must win game last night. Oh, I don't. I they don't own know. They own Zach Wilson. I get it. I mean, Zach's going to throw two picks minimum, like Bennett. He just like he threw two picks against Dallas. He'll throw two picks against the Patriots. Patriots beat Zach Wilson and the Jets last year in New York by basically their defense. I think they scored a pick six and had another interception return to the red zone against Zach Wilson. I think they won the game something. I was like, it was a low scoring game. The Patriots won the game by. So I guess they can do that again. But I mean, why is Juju even on the field for the Patriots? His knees messed up, man. It's just, you can tell he can't run. Like legitimately, they're throwing bubble screens to him. And you're like, what? 
are you trying to justify his existence? Like, why is he on the field? <laughs> total in a game is 37. Oh, my gosh. There's not another total below 40. I think it probably still goes under. That's probably it. And how in the hell do you bet it? Like 17-13 game? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's already up to three. We already got to the three. Wow, Patriot money came in. Jeez. So, I mean, that's please. why you hang it right below three to see if you get pushed to three. Now you have to decide when or if you get off of three. Yeah, but, and can we stop this? Patriots two and zero in two thousand or zero and two in two thousand and one. Like, like stop. Like we don't need to have that conversation, please. This is zero and two in two thousand and one. What is that significant for? It's the last time the Patriots started 0-2. And, and they won the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they won it all. Hold on. <laughs> so people are drawing the conclusion that that's still a possibility? I'm just saying, just stop it. Everyone's saying the last time the Patriots did this, they won the Super Bowl. So pump the brakes on their year being over and blah, blah, blah. I'm just pointing it out. Like we don't need to be having those conversations. Like it's ridiculous. I've seen the it. The Patriots times. aren't winning the Super Bowl. Let's let's everybody relax. They had the best uniforms on ever yesterday, though. Those sucks. Like, I use it all the time. The, pat, the Patriot in the middle of the field looks so good. Fantastic. Looks so good. Like, just stop it. What the hell are we doing? Do that more. Like, keep it like that. I don't know. I I, I wish the league would go back. If, if we're trying to market, if if most of your audience in the NFL, because I saw a study the other day that like the like 60% of the NFL audience is like over the age of 30. So like a lot of them, they're, 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 the kids aren't paying attention as much to the NFL because the games are too long. So long and it's like very hard to get all the rules and then the rules yeah. aren't applied when the rules aren't applied and all <laughs> the other stuff. But like kids who are people who are 35 plus remember that uniform. Like they remember the, the Houston Oilers uniform. They remember old school football. Like the Cowboys and the Steelers have pretty much maintained their same uniforms yeah, throughout. Same like, things, yeah, the same they same haven't like, they haven't, ever. they haven't touched them. Every so like, I, I wish the Patriots were like that. I wish the Patriots weren't reactionary and people were like, remember how bad they were? I'm like, I get it. But like, you could say, Hey, you know, we had that, that window of 20 years with the flying Elvis. We're going to go back to our original uniforms because it's our history and blah, blah, blah. I would love to see that happen, but you know, I don't care what the stink was in 86. I don't care if they wore those uniforms against the bears. And that's why it brings up bad memories. No uniforms are great. What's not great is that Joe Burrow's calf is a problem. He's hurt, man. He's on the sidelines with one of those like thing gun things on it. You're like rubbing his those uh, things are great, by the but, way. Uh, okay, but like do you really want your franchise quarterback to just to sign the second biggest contract ever on the sideline? That's how he's getting himself on the field. No, that's how bad that injury is for him. No. They're 0 and 2. They've lost to the Browns and the Ravens. Boy, it's whoa. Well, they play not good Monday night at home against the Rams. You see the line? No. Four and a half? No. Somebody flashed a seven and a half last night. Oh, oh my. Okay. And then it went to six and a half. Right? Seven. Some places open six. Right now, yeah. it's one and a half. What? So Burrow's not playing. See why it's important to pay attention to the lines? Mainstream media, pay attention to the lines. You don't need to wait for the beat writer to send out a thing or the team to put out a press release. Go keep an eye on the lines. What happens? One and a half. You think he's playing? But what happens if he does get 
Then it goes back up. Okay. Boy, that's a valuable piece of information. (laughs) It's worth six points. See what I'm saying? Like this is that's a valuable piece of information. Well, I'm waiting for the injury report officially from the league. Did they bet it down to one or did it get moved to one? Uh, here, let's see. Here's the, here's the line history. Uh, okay. Put it up yesterday. Seven and a half, seven, six and a half, six, five and a half, four and a half, five, four and a half, four, three and a half, two and a half, two, one and a half back to two at this place. So it was bet down. I don't know if it was bet down or not. Well, I mean, would it show you like six to two? One place, it's just six to five to three and a half to two and a half to two. That's and and those are places where I know the people specifically people moving those numbers. So they took a bet, moved it, took a bet, moved it, and then finally said, "Get to a number where they stop betting it right now," because he's obviously he's not playing. So you may move it from six to five, or you know five to four on a bet. Then once you cross over to three, that may be like get to a number now. So talk about moving the damn number. Bengals could be in trouble. Well, let's go over this. Okay. So here are the two and O teams. Let's pick which one of the two and O NFL teams, in your opinion, is a fraud. Dolphins, Ravens, Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Falcons, Bucks, 49ers. Which one, one of those stands teams up? Gotta be a fraud. Yes. They can't Come all on. be good teams. It jumps off the. There's two of them that jump off the screen. I mean, the Falcons are in the NFC South. They could win that division. The Commanders are not a good football team. Come Why on. not? They got a they're, quarterback. They're not a. Come on now. And they got they're, a coach. Commanders have played two very easy games. Commanders. I'm, I'm not giving the command. The Commanders are a fraud. The Bucks are a fraud. They played. That's, that's my choice. Both those teams. Both those teams jump off the screen. The rest of those teams. The Falcons are the one that I'll say to be determined, but Dolphins, Niners, Ravens, Cowboys, Eagles, they are all legit. <laughs> they are all legitimately in the conversation for going to the Super Bowl. They're all legitimate threats. The first four. First four, and I think the Falcons are a question mark, and the Niners are definitely. Falcons ain't going to the Super Bowl. Okay, not, not the Super Bowl, but I think they could be a legitimate like 10, 11-win team given the way that they're going to run the division, ball. Because that division is... They could go. They could make a run. I mean, Bijan Robinson's going to be unbelievable if he stays healthy. Which, if he stays healthy without help, hmm. when they just bury these running backs like the NFL. I mean, it is it. The, man, I don't know how guys did it for as long as they did it back in Arthur the day. Smith, man, that extra point miss crushed me. I laid two in that game. They won by one, but the extra miss extra point cost. Those me. games are the best for the book when a favorite wins and doesn't cover. Yeah. I mean, that's where like betting the best number. I should, I was kicking myself because that number was plus one and a half for the Falcons. And then it's like, these are the things where I'm trying to like point it out on our discord channel and whatnot. Like this is why betting the best number you'll see people say, well, I could have gotten a better number. So I don't want to play it because what happens if it falls one? Could have had plus one and a half, and so they laid two. It closed at three. There was major movement on game day for the Falcons. It closed minus three. So, well, as soon as it got Aaron Jones got ruled out, yeah, it ran. You know, they just they couldn't get enough of laying the Falcons, and then Jordan Love looks pretty good, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna I have to say that he looks pretty good. Packers are gonna be right there. Feel yeah. like they gave one away. 
Yes. That's going to happen agreed. with young quarterbacks. It's not his fault specifically, but the young receivers though looked pretty good for the Packers. I was kind of, I was like, wait a minute, they got a couple of kids. Sometimes addition by subtraction. Not mm-hmm. saying getting rid of Aaron Rodgers right, was but reason why, but cleansing. Everybody worked together. Yeah. You know, we have to do this together. I need you as much as you need me. Let's do this. I would put the Buccaneers at the top of the list. Guys in the chat, you guys are all here. We, we got a bunch of people here. Pete Raw, put that list up right there. Who's the number one choice in the chat? I think frauds. it's Falcons. Two and O teams that are frauds. Falcons, Bucks, or Commanders. I'll vote Bucks. Yeah, I, I say I say Bucks too. The Commanders and the Falcons are a TBA. The other side of it, O and two teams that will be fine. Here are the O and two teams: Pats, Bengals, Texans, Chargers, Broncos, Vikings, and the Bears. The Cardinals are not in this conversation. <laughs> They're not going to be fine. This is harder. Oh, I think the Bengals are going to be. I, I think if I'm picking, the Bengals are number one. On if this. Joe Burrow's hurt, they're in trouble. Even with Joe Burrow hurt, though, I think they're in trouble. But I think in terms of like being in the conversation, Patriots division, Texans stink. Chargers, I'm stunned by. And they may be the one pick you can say the Chargers will be okay, but their division's really hard. The Broncos are 0-2 and it's not good. Vikings, they might start trading people. I don't, I'll be very curious about all of this. Could Kirk Cousins get traded? Justin Jefferson, this idea of trading Justin Jefferson is Looney Tunes, okay? No one, there's no way the Vikings are trading Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins is a different story. Who's going to pay them what Justin Jefferson is worth? Oh, I I mean, right. What's the asking? Right. What's what's the what's the dollar for dollar return receiver? One or two in the league. Five first round picks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not logical. The idea of trading Justin Jefferson's illogical. Kirk Cousins is very logical as a very real conversation to trade Kirk Cousins. Who is the best team or who's the team that's going to be okay? Yeah. I mean, Chargers play Minnesota this week. The loser of that game may it's not be okay. Three. The winner of that game should be okay. That line is perfect, too. It's a pick em. It's a pick em. Uh, it's in, in, in L.A., right? In Minnesota. Chargers are on the road again. Wow. Okay, so they yeah. lost at Tennessee in overtime. Lost at home to Miami. <laughs> it's just hard. That's a hard start to their schedule. I don't like Brendan Staley at all. I just, I'm just not a fan of him at all. Boy, who is? Just not. I don't the like the pushback him. that he's getting is all over the place. I mean, he's got Justin Herbert. I, I mean, lose to the Titans. That was yeah. Titans find a way to play winning football. They do. Mike Vrabel's a good coach. He's a damn good coach. Smash mouth. I mean, the the secondary is a problem for the for the Chargers. You can throw over the top on them. The Miami Dolphins showed it, and then Tannehill threw a bomb when the game was in question. That was a huge play in that game. Really turned the tide to the Titans' favor. I mean, looking at these teams, which one of these teams makes the playoffs? Maybe one. I don't know if any of them do. They all could be out. I, I'm looking at this list going, I don't know. If the Chargers start 0-3. Right. Or the Patriots start 0-3. I don't think they're making a play. Right. The Patriots are not. If the Patriots lose to the Jets, Go, goodbye. Not something. I, I will be very surprised. Well, I'll say this: Matthew Judon had a little bit of a Tim Tebow type moment after the game last night, which I was like, okay. 
came out and said, we are a good football team. We did not play good football tonight, but this team is going to be a good football team. We know it. We just have to stop hurting ourselves, but that, but it's coming. And I was like, okay. I was like that. You need a leader like that. Someone needs someone to stand up and say, Hey, stop it. We're going to be okay. Like, let's go to New York, get a win, put it under our belt and then keep going. And then we'll see where we go from there. Right. So, I mean, I liked it that he did that. The question is going to be, will that happen? I mean, the Patriots literally in the first quarter of both games, if they had scored any points in the first quarter of both games against Philly and against, uh, against the Dolphins last night, the outcome might've been different, but they benched the rookie kid, the kid who fumbled, I mean, that's a big topic of conversation right now in New England. Why do they bench the one skill player who actually can do something with the ball in his hands? It's a fair question. I mean, Belichick is old school though. You know, he's tired of the fumbles and tired of the mistakes and you fumble, you don't play. I don't know if I agree with that, but that's his, you know, that's his it's always been that way. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you fumble, you don't play. And so you don't play. And now we see what happens, you know, going forward. But here's a fun question. The, Who wins a game? the Chargers, by the way, the Chargers are the team that would be okay because of Herbert. Okay, I, I I think that's okay. I mean, I don't I don't disagree with that. It's just a, the division scares me because you have the what Chiefs. What scares there. you in the division other than the Chiefs? The Broncos well, don't, and the Raiders look, don't. You've Dave, we've seen this when the when the Raiders play the Chargers. It's a one score game every time. Like it's a war, and the Broncos are going to win and beat some people. Like the Broncos have the same problem that the Patriots have. Like. They're going to be in these like one score games and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to lose. They've lost what two games by three points, right? Lost 16, 15 and 35, 33. So, I mean, (laughs) they're right there. I mean, Broncos are right there, you know, so they covered, they held Mary covered Raiders and the commanders though. Mm -hmm. True. At home. True. Not good. Not not good. Who wins a game first? Bears or Cardinals? Justin Fields is an absolute disaster. All I needed was Justin Fields to just punt that ball away. I had a teaser. It was a long teaser, up to eight and a half. A long gotcha. A long teaser. Absolutely. I had the Titans plus eight and a half. I had the Bears plus eight and a half. I was good. Down three. Don't throw a pick six. He threw it to a defensive lineman. Like he didn't see the he didn't see Shaq Barrett. Like he didn't like what he like what are we doing? Orlovsky did an unbelievable breakdown on his Twitter this morning that I saw. Of, of that play? Of that play. Oh. They ran that play before. Play before. Yeah. They gained eight yards. It was a penalty. Penalty, right. Oh, they pushed them back. Yeah. They ran the same exact play. Somebody said in the headset, run it back. Same play. Because nobody would recognize the same exact play in that defensive. Check Barrett. Yeah. Stood there like, wait, they're running the same play. Throw it right to them. I mean, at some point, the front office, top down, they're got to be responsible for this. They're not giving, I mean, they're giving this kid no no chance to succeed. He's, He's on the run every play. He has no protection. They went and brought a couple receivers in before they're gone. Mm-hmm. I think they, they had a running back who looked pretty damn good in Detroit, Montgomery, right? Yep. He gone. Yeah. Like everybody went for the exits and they left him here. 
heard a lot of people, respected people, talking about how this could be the Bears' year. They're going to be improved. I tweeted the Super Bowl shuffle this morning. I was thinking <laughs> about the Super Bowl. Shuffle. I was like, I just want to remember the Bears when they were good because it's been so long. So Bears here, here's the, the the next six games for the Bears. Let's do this. At the Chiefs, chat this question: Who's going to win a game first, the Bears or the Cardinals? Bears are at the Chiefs. They ain't winning that game. Home for the Broncos. They might, right? That's That's a maybe. That's a maybe. At the Commanders. Highly unlikely. uh, Home for the Vikings. Uh, They could win that game. Home for the Raiders. Okay, they could win that game. At the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Probably not. And at the Saints. Probably not. The Cardinals. Two shots. Yeah, I I think it's the Bears because the Cardinals have no shot. What? Who's the it? Cardinals play the, the Cowboys at home? They ain't winning that game. The Niners on the road. Oh boy, no good. The Bengals at home. No good. The Rams on the road. Likely no. The Seahawks at home uh, on the road. Oh goodness gracious, they may not win a game until. We had Halloween. It's worse. This is Halloween. Halloween game is the Ravens at home. The Ravens. They ain't winning that game. 11 5 at the Browns. Oh. 11 11, 12 home for the Falcons. That's the earliest, I think, is a possibility. And then 11 19 at the Texans. There is your first potential win for the Cardinals without Kyler. Murray I don't coming think back. it's even a question of guys in the chat, girls in the chat. Again, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Um, Matt and I are friends. There's people in there to think that we don't like each other. We're friends. Oh, stop this is, it. It's part of the show. But um, vote. I, I don't, I think it's a no brainer. It's the Bears. Oh, it's not even, this is not even really a question in my mind. <laughs> it's going to be Chicago. The Cardinals are in real trouble. Like they needed to win one of their first two games just to get off that zero. It's a, this could be a one, two win season. Easy. If Murray doesn't come back at all, which you, you said the question during the summer, if they open up Oh, and eight, what's the point? Why what would you play? The him? Hell is the point. Why would you play? I'm just bench him for the year, getting ready for next year that they could be, this could be an all timer. We never had an Owen 17. We've never had it. But the schedule is not the friend of the Cardinals. Well, who is the backup for Cincinnati? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, Chat, tell us who the backup quarterback is for Cincinnati because Ross Randall just came in and said, does Burrow play in the Cincinnati at Arizona game? If he doesn't, Arizona has a chance to win it. Jake Browning. Okay. The Who's kid from Washington. Uh, he is a... He's he a rookie. NFL experience. Yeah, he don't have no NFL. He's a experience. rookie. Will Greer is on the was on the practice squad. Wow, they really did not do much for their backup quarterback situation, huh? Well, Jake, you have Joe B. Why would you? I know, but Jake Browning, not even like a veteran, not like a Brian Hoyer type, just like somebody that's cheap and just in case. No. Wow. No. True. You have a twenty-seven-year-old rookie, Jake Browning, is the backup quarterback in Cincinnati. Oh my. Okay. Wow. That's not good. This is your question. You want to know the start nothing, but I'm you want Dave wants this question asked. <laughs> Who wins more games, Nebraska or Chicago this year? Now, granted, Chicago plays 17 games. Yeah. Chicago played 17 games. Yeah. Nebraska's only going to play 12 or 13 max with a bowl game, maybe. Nebraska beat Northern Illinois. 
for their first win of the year here. So you, I gave you Chicago a schedule for six weeks, but I mean, Nebraska's got a tough schedule too. <laughs> we we did this last week. What, what's Nebraska going to win? Four? So they play La Tech at home. That's a win. So okay, so up. they'll be two and two, and then they right. play Michigan at home. Nope. Illinois on the road. They could win that game. Let's Illinois sucks. They're so bad. Home for Northwestern. Four. Purdue at home. Five. Michigan State on the road. Six. Uh-oh. Maryland at home. Don't lose that game. At Wisconsin. Don't lose that game. Home for Iowa. Don't lose that game. Six and six. Six most likely top seven. Chicago's win total was seven and a half, right? That's what it closed, but it ain't a seven and a half now. I don't think they're owing two. Let's go on Fanduel. We can find that uh, adjusted season win total. Oh, don't tell me they took them down. Don't be taking them down. Well, no, until the game. Until you can't do it. Probably until after Monday Night Football. Oh, no, repost, you, repost them on Tuesday. Five and a half. So there you go. <laughs> That's a good question. Now it's actually a fair question. Five and a half. We have Nebraska. I with still six. got it. That's why I sent you the text. And Nebraska's team total going into the year was six. That was their number. So this is they land. We, we talk about the numbers. If you go through the Bears, the Bears may end up with five or six. We'll see. Bears well, so- play more games, but I'll say Nebraska still. That's JC from KC. Uh, I just want to stop real quick and recognize Ryan Krupp. Sure. Finally made it to a live show and just got uh, accepted to his first job. Wow. So he's having a freaking day. Right nice, here dude. Us. Congratulations, Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Ryan. Very Shout cool. out to you, sir. Very cool. Uh, I know it's only week two, but let's quickly talk MVP for a second. Tua or Lamar? If you were voting for the MVP right now, Tua's number, 65% completions, 715 yards in two weeks. Four touchdowns, two interceptions. Lamar, 74 and a half completes, completions, 406 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, 92 yards rushing. Who's the MVP through two weeks? Can I say neither? Oh, wow. Who do you like? I think it's Tua. Oh. He has been awesome. He was awesome last night. Tua was awesome last night. He was he's so pinpoint. Where he's like throwing these balls. Yeah, and stuff. he's he's so accurate. I mean, remember the question about his arm? Uh, there's no arm strength problem for him. I don't know where that came from, but that guy can zip the football. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I I I really don't know. His his head is the only thing that's going to stop them from being a really good good team this year. Did he you, gets hurt. Did you it. see? Um, he's wearing some special helmet, helmet now. Yep. But what? I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is a car accident. This is like, you know, it, it's great. You can wear a seatbelt during a car accident and still get really mangled. Like he's wearing something that protects him, but that I don't really, to me, I'm not really jumping up and down about that. Um, well, I mean, if you look at the market, it's either Mahomes, Allen or Jalen hurts. Two was the odds on favorite today. Two is the odds-on favorite with Mahomes. And then it's Allen, Hurts, Lawrence, Burrow. Burrow? Wow. Joe Burrow's ahead of uh, oh him and Lamar have the same numbers. Okay. Wow. I'm Trevor Lawrence? Lamar, Lamar's been much better than 
Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence? Way better than Mahomes. Mahomes through two weeks has not been very good, but I guess it's 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 I love both of these guys. I I I I I enjoy watching Tua play. Mm. I enjoy watching Lamar play. It's so different what Lamar does Mm -hmm. than any of these other guys on the list. But he's a real weapon running the ball, along with Will Hertz's too. I don't know. I, that's a complete coin flip. Do you have a you you think it's Tua between these two? I think Tua is yes. Right. If I was voting right now, I think Tua is the MVP of the league right now. He's been unbelievable. Man, oh man, he has been unbelievable. Through two weeks, he's been. I mean, he plays like he plays like this. Dolphins are going to win the division. Again, you feel like the whole. I told Gumpy this last night. Did the Dolphins look like the fastest team in the NFL at yes. almost every position? Yes. They Their team huh. speed, amazing. Josh on Twitter just said the MVP through two weeks is Micah Parsons, the Cowboys. Hard to argue that. You see that guy play? Defensive players don't win MVP. Come on now. He's been killing people. I will agree. Oh, but my goodness. But he has been. I, I agree, Josh. He has been unbelievable. But He's I mean, a- come on. This is, a quarter, this is a quarterback award. So we'll watch that. But I, I think two has been, been awesome. All right. Tonight, Panthers home dogs to the saints total down to 39 and a half. The hat is my tell on this as to what I think happens tonight. I get primetime home team. You know, the saints have, haven't, haven't averaged more than 12 points a game against the Panthers the last three years. They don't score on, on, on this defense. Yeah. It's all new. What's new. All of that. The, Who the, is new? Carolina is like a new team. They are. No, I mean, the, the, defensively, they're not totally new. Derek Carr is the new quarterback, but a lot of the pieces on offense yeah, the are, are the well, same. The Saints, the Saints. Are, yeah, the Saints got a lot of new pieces, too. Most of the quarterback. I mean, it's, you know, it's Kamara's not playing, but it's Michael Thomas and Olave. I don't know what to make of this game at all. Starting Under- my lovely. I'm starting. Yeah. Painful. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting my love here, of this, of the Panthers tonight. Boy, the kid. I I like Bryson a lot. I'm leaning Panthers before the game starts too, but I think we'll know kind of quick if it if it's one of those like. It feels 13 10. This is, I was going to say, this, this is, is a snooze. For, I mean, this is just both, both these games are going to be just like last night, except I don't think the fourth quarter goes the way last night went. I think you're going to see just absolute paint drying type of football between these two teams. Nothing fun. I appreciate good defense. I don't like bad offense. <laughs> right? Like that, and, and I have a feeling we might see bad offense and good defense combined. So in in the first game, in yeah. in, the, in the Saints and the Panthers, there's going to have to be a discussion. I'm telling you, they're going to after the season, leading up the next season, they're going to have to do a real dress rehearsal in the preseason. Somebody's going to have to do it. Some teams are going to have to do it. We're seeing some mean? bad. Football. Oh, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's game. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow literally said that after the game yesterday at the podium. He said, look at when your quarterback doesn't play in the preseason, you're not going to start well. You just, we're just not on the same page. Right. So, so 
it's crazy that the like the leagues are having problems with the players wanting to play. Like that the NBA had to institute a policy to try to try to find teams to get guys to have to play more in a regular season. The NFL figured out a way for the players not to play at all in the preseason and then start the season and everybody go, boy, there's a lot of bad football teams. Oh, really? Like it gets better as you go along. It gets, I think it gets easier to pick too, where usually in the past, like the first couple of weeks, the numbers were terrible. You had an advantage. If you just picked a couple teams, it seemed easier at the beginning. It got harder. Now it's hard for everybody. Guys in the chat, girls in the chat, again, welcome. Plus three, minus three. Panthers, plus three. Saints, minus three. They keep on flashing three and a half, and as soon as they do, they get bought back down. It's like two seconds. Money comes in on the Saints, three and a half, boom, right back down. Pro money, Panthers, nail it down to three. It's one of those ones where you're sitting there today, and you got a lot of carryover from yesterday rolling to today, right? It's probably a lot of overs, parlays, a lot of like, you know, people put the Chiefs in their parlays. People, I, I think more people had the Ravens yesterday than they had the Bengals. Um, it sure seemed like there was a lot of Buccaneers bets. There's mm. a lot of things carrying over the Cowboys covered easy mm. where you come in and you're like, oh, wow, we need to get to, we need to get some Panthers money. All right, just go to three and a half. Boom, go back to three. That's easy. The other game is not easy. Steelers home dogs to the Browns. Totals 38 and a half. Mike Tomlin undefeated at home in the regular season against Cleveland. Even worse, Steelers haven't lost a Monday night football game at home since October 14th, 1991 against the Giants in Jeff Hostetler. That is 20 consecutive victories at home for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night football. Shout out to Rainmaker Lou. Rainmaker Lou got me this hat, throwback hat. Oh, I was excited about the Steeler game, but like I just got the text from a friend of the show, Rob Mish, mm. who I'm going to say for my best thing about today, but nice. he wrote that article about me in the Chicago Sun-Times, mentioned the show. He loves the show. Gave us a shout out. Appreciate him as well. The Steelers are winning this game, aren't they? I think they are, but I think it's going to be a snooze fest. I'll take a snooze fest as long as they win. It's an ugly game. Cleveland's going to have success running the ball, I think. Probably. I think you could bet um, Chubb's rushing yards over. 82 and a half. That's a lot. They're probably going to win. It's a lot. Uh, I don't like it too high. Hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I think if Chubb goes for 90, they win. The record, I, I don't think if Chubb goes for 100, they don't lose. I think there's some crazy number. Like, that's that's a magic number for the Browns. Just, Chubb gets 100, 100 yards rushing. They don't lose. The Hayward injury is big for me. It is. And, and because it's just part of that, the whole thing. Everything has to change when you don't have him in the middle. Mm. So, hopefully... They've had the week to prepare and trust in Tomlin and those guys. This is an under game too, is it not? That's where I am, 38 and a half, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, just so you guys know, ABC made the announcement today. They are going to air Monday Night Football all year long on ABC. 
in addition to? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think I think not instead it. of ESPN, it's going to no, be in addition yeah. to. In addition to, yep, all of them are going to do it. It's it's but the, the strike ABC where Monday football all season as a result of the Hollywood strikes. So if you are someone who would you have either ABC or rabbit ears or whatever, or you don't want to watch it on if ESPN, whatever breaks away, whatever they choose to do, you can watch it on ABC because ABC has nothing new to put on. <laughs> so crazy what's going on in that whole world, huh? I mean, this is why new shows, if you might go like, why are there no new shows out? Like, why are there no new movies out? Like, this was the time it took six months basically for it to catch up. But this is when you start to see the sweeps and the new shows and the unveiling of this and unveiling of that. And there's been none of that because there are no new shows in development because there's no shows to put out. The only so. shows are like reality shows. Like, yep. Like yep. Non-scripted people right. doing dumb things on camera. Which are scripted, yep. by the way. Can we agree? That they are, but like, it's not written in the same way that a, like the dialogue is not written the same way that like, I don't know, like a, uh, a new wonder years that they put out for ABC. Like that's what they normally would have on up against ESPN's Monday Night Football. I'm coming on tomorrow's show with the elf hat on. If the Browns beat the Steelers, I will leave it on. That's the, the bet. Show. Is yeah. it a personal bet? Is it a guarantee? So you're guaranteed? Uh, JC from KC and all these other Browns people have been coming at me all uh, week. And Keith, the tennis pro, and all this okay. other stuff, and everybody. So I will wear that. Brownie's hat, that that elf guy on it. Got to find a shirt or something to match it. I'll oh. try to find a Padres brown shirt or something. Big night for Deshaun Watson tonight. Big night for him. Let's see what happens. You think? Not performance-wise, just for his legacy in Cleveland. A lot of oh. people are – this oh. is why they got him. This is the game he's supposed to win. He's supposed to snap all of these streaks. 20 in a row on Monday Night Football. Tomlin's never lost in the regular season to the Browns. This is the game. Like Browns fans have a lot riding on Deshaun Watson to take this team to victory. Baltimore plays next the, week at home against Indy. Uh-huh. It's pretty much a win. Correct. They're going to be three and oh. Mm-hmm. The loser of this game is going to be 0 and two. Bengals are already 0 and two. Mm-hmm. That one and one is a big difference from 0 and two. This is a playoff game tonight. It's a big game. Mentality. Yeah, I mean, Steelers need their defense to show up. And then Kenny Pickett, please don't turn the ball over. Don't give the Browns free points. I'm on the under. Come on. What's his price to throw a pick? Didn't look at it. It's got to be pretty high. You go on to the next story. I'll try to find it. We found that Zach Wilson one. That would turn out to be okay. He threw two. (laughs) two. (laughs) Not one. He threw two. That was a better bet to go and nail them both. And I, unfortunately, I bet Dak to throw one. He didn't throw any. So Dak didn't get picked off at all. Right. He played well. I mean, Dak really played well last night. Uh, let's go to Colorado. Three and oh, they do not cover the 24 point line against Colorado State. Any problem with the kids rushing the field after beating no. an in state rival in overtime as 24 no. point favorites? I have no problem with it. Do you? It, I mean, they don't it, care about the spread either. No, they don't, but I, I don't. The reason why I think you don't rush the field, it's because that gives Colorado State a lot of 
like chutzpah to me. That that that's uh, like it's the same thing when you chant overrated as a team you just beat in college basketball. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're talking about you're, you're knocking your own team down by doing this because that means you're surprised. Like when Alabama beats Auburn, they don't that rush game the field. Started at eight o'clock local time p.m. Late. There ain't a person. One of them kids that rushed that field. I would venture there was a couple who are sober. Were, Enhanced. Oh, they're all. They are all sober. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, I mean, drunk. You remember ever going to an eight o'clock game on a college campus? Basketball, never football. The the latest I ever went at Penn State was a five o'clock start. Oh, we did midnight madness at midnight. Okay, so we were wasted beyond wasted. (laughs) Like we were not even like coherent. Like it was just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, they were all complete. I mean, look again, it's, it's the kids wanted to rush the field just because they wanted to be a part of it. And I, I, I saw a lot of people go at them bad and people, you know, Dion's son went back, clapped back at it. I have a tweet that was pointing out like there's levels to this. Let, let me clarify the tweet because it's gotten like 200,000 impressions. It's ridiculous. Every Colorado fans pissed off at me for this, but let me clarify what I meant. USC, sorry, TCU is not a good football team. Okay. We thought they were going in, but they're not. They're not good. Right. They beat them. They won 45 42. They gave up 42 points to TCU. Houston kept TCU to half that this past weekend, by the way. So okay. just give you an idea there. Then they went and beat a bad Nebraska team. We all know Nebraska is not good. Okay. Yes. They beat a team, their in state rival, that they were 24 point favorites. Now, you said the line means nothing because it's got other factors. I'll give it to you, but they should have won that game easily. They had more, a lot more talent than Colorado State. I'm okay. Did they with, know? Yeah. I mean, the two receivers. I mean, once were, Hunter went out, that was a big, that was a big, huge thing. It's, ma- it's massive. But when I say that, like, you have to pump the brakes on Colorado. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is not on Dion or what Dion's doing, not on the fact that he's changing college football, not on the fact that he's the face of college football. Those things are all facts. What I mean is I'm seeing people talk about them as a top 10 team in the country. And I'm seeing oh, people talk about them. Yes. As a national championship contender, like what do they got to do to get in the national championship? They're 21 point dogs to, to Oregon this coming weekend. They're going, they're going to get killed at Oregon and I'm not going to celebrate it. Okay. Mm. I'm not going to celebrate. I'm not going to say, oh, and like, oh, it's, I'm just saying what nobody thought that the Buffaloes would win four games, the three and a half, everyone was betting under people were saying it's the worst roster in college football. I, us, we didn't say any of that. We said, let's see what he does. Cause this guy's got something. He's got a, he's got the touch. He's just a charismatic, amazing personality who is proving he can coach recruit and win. There's no debating on that. People are hating on that. I'm not hating on that. What I am hating on is the people who are now trying to run around and say that this team is on the same level as a USC or a Texas or a Georgia. Like, whoa, we're not even like close to that. Okay. And now the bad news comes down that Travis Hunter's out three weeks. It sucks that he's out for a cheap shot, dirty hit. That sucks because that play was absolutely nasty and you felt for the kid because he was hurt. You like that was oh. a serious hit, a serious late hit by that safety coming over who was trying to send the message. I love college football rivalries. I hate it when it goes too far and somebody gets hurt. It was 
even if it was just like a beat sooner and it mm-hmm. was finishing the play, you could buy it. But the, the ball landed like Travis Hunter let up and he got blasted. That game was like the longest yard movie where it was the, the guards. Nine, was, nine 15 yard penalties came down on Colorado State. There was, was a lot of penalties. There was a lot of stuff going on. And like, when half country would you have been, would you have been okay with ejections? But didn't no one got ejected from that game? No, not that I saw. I was waiting for it. I was like, someone needs to get ejected because it, you have to do something to stop this because both sides. I mean, Shador Sanders stuck his finger in a defensive guy's eye. He reached inside of his helmet and poked, yeah. his, and poked his eye. Yeah, that was 32. Like that, that game on both sides was, was a just street fight, man. nasty. It was, a, it was a, yeah, that was, I saw somebody compare it to the guards in a prison or the, the guards and the prisoners in the, in the longest yard. I was like, yeah, that was it. Like that was, that was played in a couple of those games growing up. There was, was a nasty tackle football games that I played in a couple of times. It's, it's rough. Um, Tyler just sent me a text. They're going to be dogs in eight of their last nine games. Yeah. They're going to get killed this weekend. Oregon's going to, I mean, Oregon team. I don't know if they're going to get killed. I mean, but they, they are going to have to, how many points will Oregon score? That's what's the total in this game. Because somebody asked me, and I said, I'd make it 70. Minimum. Oh, wow. I would make it 70. Well, the line's 21. I mean, it was funny. Oh, DraftKings had it at 14 and a half. They reposted it at 16 and a half. And Circa just said, screw it, <laughs> 21 when they posted it. Well, you have to put, I mean, like, Circa guys have been ahead of it all along. They've been they've been dead on balls accurate with the Colorado number. I, I tweeted at Benson and said, give me 14. Come on, give me 14. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Well, DraftKings at 14 and a half. Yeah, he left. He's at LOL. (laughs) He ain't getting 14. 21 and 71. That's that's the right number. I think think you start with 40 for Oregon, and you ask how many points will Colorado score. I bet under. I don't think think that gets there. No? No. Oregon's team speed. Do you see Oregon score so far this year? They've got team speed all over the field. They put up 80 in a game. Just, just for fun. They have team speed. All, I mean, the, 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 it's, it's going to be the defensive problem to me. Auto, I did not do prison time. Auto <laughs> asked if I was in prison. I did not. I was not part of the prisoners in a guards game. Ah, it was from the it. movie Longest Yard. Yes. And I mean, yeah. I think you have to ask how many points will, without Travis Hunter, how many points will Colorado score? I well, don't think they score. We're going we're gonna to see. Right. Like this is the first sign. I don't want to say the first sign of adversity in season that Colorado. No, it is. Had of course, it they is. were down in that game and came all the way back. But against he, Colorado State. The offense. He's not the only one. Horn's a really good receiver. And, and the kid and the running back's been pretty good for them as well. And, and Sanders can move. But I, I hear your point. I mean, he's the most he's the, the guy that flashes when he's on the field. You're like, who is that? Like right. he, he jumps off the screen when you're watching him. And now they're not going to have him both on offense and defense for that matter. So it hurts them on two different levels. It really does hurt them. This is what was being said. And I, and I don't want to give people victory laps or pat them on their back, but this is what was said. Pete Futek on our show said the exact same thing. He has created a college football all-star team. The problem is the depth behind those big names. Right. There's not a lot of depth behind those players where an Alabama can replace a five-star left tackle with a five-star left tackle. Right. 
color. They don't have that. So you have an elite player in Travis Hunter who's behind him nowhere near what Travis Hunter is. So that's the problem that I think people are pointing out for Colorado. And, you know, I I think at the end of the day, I think there's going to be people telling, saying, I told you so it's going to suck, but I do think we're going to see people who are going to say, this is what I meant when they wind up winning five games and missing a, missing a bowl game. You go through the schedule. It gets real now. You bet. You better hope they win another game to get over to season wins. Uh, I feel okay with them winning one more. I mean, they have, they're going to lose. I think they can beat Arizona state on the road. Stanford at home is going to be a tough one. Arizona at home. They should win that one. And that's about it. I, I, they're not beating Oregon, not beating USC. They're not beating UCLA. They're not beating Oregon state. They're not beating Washington state. And they're not beating Utah. In my opinion. The three games without Hunter are Oregon, USC, Arizona State, which is really tough. The next three are Oregon, USC, and who? Or Arizona State on the road. They can win. They can beat Arizona State yeah. on the road. Man, oh, man. But the next two are going to be like reality checks. So it'll be, hey, let's, you know, and I'll be curious to see how Dion handles it. I'll be curious to see how his kids handle it. I mean, they had Little Wayne doing the intro. This is USC 2.0. This is this is this is, this is back to what this, this is, is what USC because was like. it's in Boulder, Colorado. Right, well, that's the problem, right? It's in Boulder, so it's like, what what are we doing? This but is like, tremendous. You've got just everybody wants to be there right now. It's the thing, but when the balloon pops, let's see who's still there. Who's going to be around that program still? Who's going to hang around still? Uh, this is this is why I love this show so much. Breaking news. Uh, CBW just came in and said, according to Adam Schefter, Chiefs and Mahomes have restructured his agreement, giving him yeah, a $110 million agreement. Guaranteed? That's not guaranteed, right? It's the biggest contract in history, right? Most money in NFL history yeah. over four seasons span. Compensation for those years is now guaranteed. Man. That's what it says, according to CBW. Thank you, sir. No, he's right. I, I saw I saw the story come across. It was, it was there. My only, my only... Oh, see, I, I think it's, it's amazing for Mahomes, right? If you're a chief fan, you can't be too excited about this because you already have lost a lot of, I mean, you pay your quarterback. I give you that, but Brady always kept himself low because he knew he had to have under the cap to get other players, their money. Right. And if you're going to give your quarterback that much money and I'm not knocking the guy at all, go get every damn dollar. But there is a cause and effect to that when you do that. So, oh, so um, Stevie Max said you're not a believer. Do you not believe? Do you not believe what I believe? Doing? It's a great question. I do not. I do not want to hear Mark Jones or anybody else say after you beat Colorado State. This is why my tweet. This is why the tweet got people mad because Mark Jones said, "Do you believe now?" Like Mark Jones, what am I supposed to believe? Tell me, what am I supposed to believe? They're three and zero. They were twenty four point favorites. They had right. to go to overtime to beat their in state rival. They beat which Nebraska. was an unbelievable, like them awesome getting game. that drive down there to score, incredible. But what am I believing that <sighs> Dion's a good coach? I believe it. That Dion has a team with a really good quarterback. I believe it. That Dion's team's three and zero. I believe it. That Dion teams can win the Pac twelve. Get out of here. That Dion's team can get to is a top ten team. Goodbye. Dion team's a playoff team. You're joking. 
So what am I believing? I, I mean, like, I, I can't, if you keep on asking the question, I feel like we've already answered the question of can Dion do this? The answer is yes. There's no debating it. He has done, he has proven everybody wrong in the summer who said, you can't do this. You can't turn the roster over like this and be successful. You're wrong. You can. can he you did know? it. I was going to say. It. He did it. Can he do it again? Like, oh, I think he could do it. I think every recruit, every top five recruit in the country is paying attention if their phone rings and it's Deion Sanders right now. Oh. He's got he, the answer. The question's answered. Do I believe? You're asking it as if like there's some question. There's not a question right now. Deion Sanders is the face of college football in 2023. I uh, it's so crazy because like you're watching the games and the Affleck commercials on Dion. Dion. KFC commercial, him and Shadur were what what were were in the commercial. Like he made $1.2 million this week for his sunglasses line. 1.2 million on the sunglasses he launched. Incredible. Just by the sales. Everyone wanted to buy his because everyone he gave the kids all the sunglasses. He did an, a name, image, and likeness deal with all of his own players. <laughs> like he's getting him paid. Yeah. Tell me not, you're telling me every recruit in the country, every five-star kid doesn't want to go play for that. Go play for him. Now, can you do it without his kid being the quarterback? I don't know. He may not have to prove it. He'll get to go where he wants to go. Did he want to stay in Colorado? Does he want to go to the SEC? Does he want to go to the NFL? I mean, he's not going to win double-digit games this year, but he's going to take his team to a bowl game most likely. But he, even if he doesn't, you know, he can say, I need help. The depth is why we got hurt. Injuries happen. I need better players what and more depth. If they win this week, then I'll, I'll say that they are a top 10 team. If they win this week, they beat Oregon without Travis Hunter on the road. I will sit here on Monday morning. I'll come in and say, Colorado is a top 10 team and they are a legitimate contender for the PAC 12 championship. And that would put them into a college football playoff conversation. They ain't winning this week. They ain't winning this week. <laughs> but if they would, if they could, if do, they would, I'll sh- I'm I'll, going. I'm going to the game at USC next week. Okay, I, I'll be quiet. I'll be. Uh, it'll be. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. Wait, are they home against USC? They're home. Home against USC. Yeah, it's at Oregon. Home for USC. Oh, I ain't going to Boulder. Yeah, that's a hike and a half. But I'm just saying, stop asking. Do we believe everybody? Okay, stop. It's <laughs> in broadcasters. Stop asking because it's 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 almost like it's not almost insulting. It's there's nothing to believe in terms of what this team is. Do I? You have to clarify what I'm. What you're asking me to believe? I, I believe in Dion. I believe in this team. I believe that we didn't fully appreciate what he was cooking. But there's levels to this stuff. <laughs> okay, they're at their level. I'm not putting them up a ring, which is pit. Which is the next rung is Pac-12 championship comp, uh, contender. No, they're not in that. They're not there. I'm not believing. I don't believe that. No. Alabama's out of the top 10 for the first time in eight years. Alabama has been ranked for 249 consecutive weeks. Remember there are 52 weeks in a year. Oh boy. Ranked 249 consecutive weeks. They've been ranked. And here comes at an hour and 30 minutes already with the show. Yes. I feel like we just started. Yeah, we flew Alabama. 249 consecutive weeks. They're 13th in the latest AP poll, and they are in jeopardy of dropping out of the rankings if they lose to Ole Miss this week. I've been waiting for this one to pop up on the rundown. I feel like we just started. We're an hour and a half in. (laughs) Where's TJ at? 
Oh, where's, he said, uh, where's all your people? <laughs> I mean, hold on, Where are they at? Hold on. I, I, I want to see if I, if I can get this on the screen. Where are they at? Uh, on the news that, <laughs> on the news that, it, this is what he said to me on the news that Jalen Hurst, <laughs> Jalen Milrow is going to be the starting Woo! quarterback. This For is what I got. can't see, put your glasses on. It says, oh my God. There's a kid holding on to a ride going, oh my God. <laughs> Scared out of his mind. Jalen Milrow is the starting quarterback for Alabama for the rest of the year. As according to Nick Saban, he's earned that right. Even though the team didn't play him against South Florida and they almost lost the game winning at 17 to three. It was three, three at halftime. We were watching the game together, both wondering. I was asking you to text TJ and say, why are they making this kid stand on the sideline with his helmet up like this? Yeah. He's looking around going, you know, we're tied at South Florida. Do you know we're tied at South Florida? I think I I wouldn't be surprised if Milrow didn't take a snap at practice for that reason. Nick was like, look, I know what I have with you. Sit down. I need to go see what I've got with other kids. If they don't play well, if I don't have it, you're back in. He's back in <laughs> after the play of the two kids. He was like, oh God, this is bad. Buckner and Simpson, you guys both suck. No, Milrow, you're bad, but you're not as bad as these other two guys. So let's go with Jalen Milrow. They, they almost lost. Technically, I mean, they didn't cover. It was never a no, never a question to cover it at 31 points. They were never going to cover one by 14. (laughs) We just kept wondering. We were literally asking each other, are they going to put him in and let him run for two touchdowns and get at least to blow out a little bit to win the game? Right. Get some breathing room. There was no thought at all. That was that was Nick being Nick saying exhibition game. That was just, he treated it like an exhibition game. It's where he treated that game as. There's no way we're losing. We can't lose. I don't care. We okay. win by one point. Right. As long as we win by one point, I want to see what these kids can do. That's Before fine. we play Ole Miss, I got to see what these kids can do. And okay. boy, they both were bad. That's fine. You got to win. He did. Now, 17-3. You won. You're seven-point favorites at, at home. home. Against the okay. guy. Against. With a team Anakin. that could score. South He's, Florida couldn't score. He's up against Anakin Skywalker coming in. This is this is like the anti. This is Darth Vader. This is the kid that you just don't want to see on the other side because he loves nothing more than to needle Nick Saban, which he will do all week long. If you you don't follow either either a Ole Miss or um, or Lane Kiffin on social, you have to do it this week because you know it's coming. He's gonna rile the bear up with something. You think? Oh, you're frozen and you got a perfect face. We could put that on your social. That is on your LinkedIn page, that picture there. That was perfect. You were just smiling, relaxed. That was good. Oh, you're back. Okay. Lane Um, Kiffin always does it the week of Alabama. He always needles Nick. He says something to get under his skin. It's awesome. Can they lose this game? Ole Miss or Alabama? Alabama. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Take plus seven. It's Monday, so we'll have a whole week to talk about and think about this. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's your first thought, chat. Oh yeah, hundred bunch of people in here right now. Over plus first seven. Thought. Over plus seven. Alabama minus seven. Old Miss plus seven. Who you got? Oh, I think Ole Miss money line is a very good, very good bet. Last time Ole Miss beat Alabama, 
It was in Tuscaloosa in 2015. They won 43 to 37. They're going to have to score a they're ton. Have to be that. This can't be that type of game for, for Alabama. who Alabama. Yeah, it was Chad Kelly who went on to play in the NFL. Jake Coker was the quarterback for Alabama. Derrick Henry was the running back for Alabama. Derrick Henry had a whale of a game. 55 is the total. 55. Minus seven and 55. So Ole, only, Miss, Ole Miss outright. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. For you guys who are curious, the, the last time an Alabama game with Ole Miss finished under 30 points was a 25 nothing win in 2013. The scores since 2015 have been the following. 43-37, a win. 48-43, uh, loss. 66-3, loss. 62-7, loss. 59-31, loss. 63-48, loss. 42-21, loss. 30-24 last year, which is under 55. <laughs> Since 2013, two games between Alabama and Ole Miss have gone under 54. And Lane puts up points. <laughs> this is crazy. We didn't get one. Oh, there's a Bama. Percy Roscoe just came in. He's the first person to say Bama. Our entire crew that's in here has Old Miss, Old Miss, Old Miss outright, Old Miss, Old Miss. Oh, JC from KC, Old Bama. JC from KC. I, I just went back and scrolled up. Old Miss plus seven, Old Miss money line, Old Miss. Arctic says. This is going to be the squarest dog of the week. Is it going to be the squarest dog of the week? 100%. In college, at least. Yeah, he's right. Doesn't mean the squares, doesn't mean, dog, doesn't mean oh, the squares are going to lose. Dogs get there. Yeah. yeah it doesn't mean yeah. it's not going to come in. One of my wife's pharmacist friends used to, I'll never forget when she called it the box game of the week. She came up to me, she said, you know, we were out to dinner. She's like, what's that? That box game of the week you talk about, I'm like, the square? <laughs> she says, yeah, the, the square, uh, the box game of the week. I don't know if this is it. This this is going to be – this is a 12.30 time slot. This is perfect. This is Pacific, up all right? watching and listening. 12.30 Pacific, though, right? 12.30 Pacific, 3.30 Eastern, yeah. Typical time slot. Perfect C time CBS, slot. perfect for Alabama, perfect, perfect for Alabama for fans. all of us. Yeah. As I told you, in the game that they lost against Texas at night, I didn't like that because in Tuscaloosa, night games aren't like LSU. Right? The atmosphere is not actually better at night. 2.30 Central Time, giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> that atmosphere is going to be unbelievable believable for that. Excellent. Uh, for you guys who are on Sirius XM and on SportsGrid, thank you for watching. We appreciate you guys. I know we flew through everything. If you're on uh, YouTube and Twitter, we got a lot more to get to. So we'll try to run through this a little quickly, quickly here with bonus yep. time. But you can throw a super chat at us if you want us as well. We'll see if we can get to it. For the, you guys who are live, stick around. You guys get bonus time. I roll through a couple of these fast. 61-yard yep. kick wins for Mizzou. School gets fined 100K for rushing the field. You got to rush the field when a kid makes a 61-yard field goal to win a game. Do you not? And you've been on the field for the field rush. I've never been. I was at Penn State dreaming about jumping oh. onto the field multiple times when I was yeah. a student. But they had these gigantic guys that were state troopers that were making sure that nobody jumped that rail. So nobody ever rushed the field at a game I was at. I think it's awesome. Let the kids be. 
Yeah, I, I think on that sixty-one yard kick, right, 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 sixty-one yeah. yard kick, sixty-one yard kick in college. Are you kidding me? What a kick from Missouri, and you beat a rival like Kansas State. Oh, that's K State was ranked fifteenth in the country. Yeah, big upset. That was a big upset. Big win for the SEC. They've needed them. The SEC hasn't looked good so yeah. far here. Tennessee gets beaten by Florida. Alabama loses to Texas. Hasn't right. been a good start. Vanderbilt lost to UNLV here over the weekend. Are you are you purposely neglecting to mention that the Iowa State lost to the Ohio Bobcats? No, I didn't oh, see that on the list because it's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not irrelevant right now. It's not a. It, it's irrelevant. It's Iowa State's irrelevant now. That's it. They lost to Ohio. They're irrelevant. Matt Campbell. That team is in the garbage. They're irrelevant. You just is it. Boom. Goodbye. This is, this is why you got to listen to bonus time. Bye. I'm not even, I'm not even being inflammatory. I'm being honest. I didn't put them on the rundown. It's the same thing. Like I didn't put Iowa on the rundown. Who gives oh. a fuck? Who oh, gives a fuck. Whoa. No one gives a fuck. They played Penn State this week. Okay. You guys, you talking about that game. I'm talking about the game they just played against Western Michigan. No one gives a fuck about Iowa, Western Michigan. And no one gives a fuck that Iowa State went to Ohio and lost to a Mac school. Because they're irrelevant. We called it on Friday. We said upset alert for I for Ohio. I mean for Iowa State at Ohio. Be careful. They lost the game 10 to 7, right? 10 7. It was <laughs> Iowa State's offense is awful. It's not even on the rundown. It's not on the rundown because it's not worth talking about. It the, Iowa State is irrelevant. Put that yeah, in the Iowa t-shirt. game went over though. That's that 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 got us. That, that sucked. Cool. Yeah, that, that that sucked. Uh baseball quickly. Yeah. Orioles and the Rays both both clinch. Because we have it with the Rangers. I can't believe it. We could save the baseball. Not yet. Ten more minutes. Tomorrow. What? Ten more minutes. Can Ten I, more minutes. What? Can Julie play here? Yes. Okay. Ten more minutes. Just to go. Let's go in your room. <laughs> uh, can Julia play? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go play. Oh, my God. Just don't burn the house down. That's what I said. You can't go in the kitchen. Oh, that's that's, that's rule. Right. The Twins are going to clinch next. Yes. So the Orioles Rays are both in. Twins are next. So we have three spots left. Yes. Essentially. Yes. No, sorry, two spots left. Sorry, two spots. Yeah, right. The West and then a wild card. And oh, yeah, three spots. No, three. Two wild, yeah, three wild cards. You're terrible at math. I'm trying, to remember, I'm trying to remember. It's first time with three wild cards. I'm trying to remember how, how, how I was going to break down. Because we have, who is the team I'm forgetting? Because it's Rangers, Mariners, Rays. Who's the fourth? Astros. Thank you, Astros. I knew I was forgetting a team. Astros. There we go. The so, Astros. The, so the Astros win the division. It's, it's up to... You know, we'll see who winds up getting into a wild card. You have 13 games left for the Rangers and the Mariners. One game separates them. Yeah, it's going to be. I can't wait. I mean, who do you I'm like? Excited. I saw it on the rundown. I'm like, we're never getting to the baseball today. Why? I mean, oh, yeah, on, yeah we can, we'll get to it. It's not going well, no, to get to We got to. We're going to do on it. TV. I think we'll discuss it more tomorrow. Agreed. You know, because we're running out of days. <laughs> like, like it's season's almost over. I'm worried about Seattle in that in that mix. Okay, fair. What's left? I mean, one of them are not making the playoffs. The game said the head between these two. Uh, the, play one more series, right? The Rangers and the Mariners? One more? Rangers and the Mariners play one more series. That would be awesome. I can't wait if that's true. Mariners start a series at the Athletics today. They play at Texas on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Holy. Oh, no. They play the Rangers seven more times. Oh, they have a four game or two. Holy shit. They That's play right. seven oh. more times. They play the Astros. Oh, yeah. they play Oakland at, at Oakland at Texas home for Houston home for Texas. Oh, the Mariners oh. literally, they legitimately control their own fate, control everything. They control yeah. 
Wow. Wow. We're blowing up here with these uh, with these orange stripes. Are you paying attention to this? I will. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll roll over, roll over in, in, in a second. Keep coming, Crunchy. You did, we got you. Crunchy. Forget about BVB bonus time. It'll be BVB Crunchy Beaver time. And this guy <laughs> keeps firing these questions like this. Cubs have lost five straight. Oh. Dead. They're tied oh. with the Marlins for that last wildcard spot. Cubs fans. Man, oh, man. It's hard to have be Cubs, be, be Chicago fan of anything right now. It's very, very tough. I was sitting with Iggy yesterday. Mm. We had made plans about 10 days ago to uh, talk about going to Chicago. Wrigley to see a game. He's, okay. he's got his brother lives there. He says, I can take care of the whole thing. Take you to a game. I've never been. I stopped in there Sunday to say hello. He's like, I said, Iggy, how you feeling? He's like, don't talk to me right oh. now. He went, well, he went down to see steel pitch on Friday. Didn't pitch. Well, he said he only gave up really three bad pitches. Well, they cost them all the six runs and they lost. He was going to maybe stay for the Saturday Sunday game. He said, "Ah, oh, I had to come back." Cubs play the Pirates starting tomorrow. Oh, three game series, must wins. Pirates season wins over. They beat the Yankees yesterday. Got there. Pirates are going to determine nice. whether the Cubs get in the playoffs. Wow, Marlins got there as well over the over the weekend. Uh, by the way, five teams are separated by two losses for the last two. I have no idea who's going to be. five teams. Five. <laughs> I have. I looked at it last night and I got a headache. I said, "Oh." I'm putting this away right now. There's enough going on. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, time. The, the bus. Oh, no, no. Everything went fired. The wrong button. I hit a button that played everything. You hit every button. I want to hit the button that plays them all in order. So <laughs> I hit the wrong I, button. I Sorry. don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Everybody wrecked their car. Sorry. Everybody that blew out wrong. all the speakers. Hit the wrong button. Sorry. Uh, quickly, Sorry. Panthers plus three. Better to book it. You're betting this? I'm betting this. I, I think bet this. I hate this bet. Hate you it. hate this bet. I hate this game. Hate this game. I don't like this game. But I, I I think this is the only side. <laughs> WTF was that? Sorry, glitchy. Yes, it was glitchy. It was me. Glitchy. It was me. Sorry, hit the wrong button. <laughs> Jordan Goroff said, "Did I just have an aneurysm?" Sorry, no, it was me. I hit wrong button. Five things happened at once. <laughs> Panthers better book it. Bet it. There's no choice. Same game teaser. Panthers plus nine under forty six and a half. Because I like it this much. I'm betting both. Uh, you know, you're in case lose. the Saints are going to win by 10, maybe, but I don't think so. I, I don't think the Saints blow them out. I'd be surprised with the total being where the total is. A 10 point win would be kind of stunning. <laughs> Bear ballings and DJ P Rolf on the ones and the twos. <laughs> it's kind of look like it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will book this one. Okay. Which one beats me? Saints plus Saints. 10. So, so then you got to wait. You can't. You this can't. Is how you lose this? This looks you can't like this bet, cannot you lose. You can't bet the plus three and book yes. the plus nine. That doesn't you work. Yeah. How? Then the total has to beat me, not the side. No, but the one that's going to beat you is the Saints will win by ten. It'll it's be like ugly. I lose both bets then. No, you thirty to ten. Yeah, but I have Panthers plus three. I lose them both. Yeah, the game's going under forty-six and a half. Okay, I but mean, then I lose both bets. Then you booked Pan- Panthers plus three. You you bet that you didn't book that. You bet that's that. That's what I'm saying. I I told you I hate the game. I don't want to touch <laughs> it. But if I have to pick a side, yeah, 
I think the Panthers plus three, yes. the game could fall three. Oh, that's fine. Then you I got plus nine. I can't book this legitimately because that's the that's the side that's going to beat you. Mm. I'd say I, I, that's why I bet them both I because in case it does fall, it I does hate fall three. Game teasers. Oh, I like them. I, I know you do. That's why fun. you do it all the time. <laughs> they're fun. Under 38 and a half Steelers and the Browns. Oh man. The way the NFL is. It's going to be like, like last night. This is, Damn both, it. These, both these games are going to be snooze. Yeah, fest. but this is a much better number. Like the, the last night's game was 46. Mm, sure. I felt much better about under 46 than I do under 38 and a half. Black and blue division Steelers Browns. Nobody scores. Ajita, but yes, I think you can. Oh. I can't. I can't tell you who wins. I, I can't bet it. I don't know who wins. I'm, I, I get the Browns can win this game tonight. The injuries for the Steelers are significant. I lean Steelers, but I can't bet it. I'll be watching them running game live, just trying to get under. I think you start this one legitimately. I think if you're like under thirty eight and a half in game live after the first quarter. If you over. get a score in the first seven minutes, it's going to go to 40-something. That's okay. much better. If you get it to 40, 43 is the number ideal. Okay. Get under 43, slam it. See, I hope it goes the other way. I hope that we get no scoring in the first quarter and it goes to 30. Or 30 oh, then you could, you could create a tremendous middle here with that. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I'm going to try to do. It's just right. like last night where the fourth quarter we got all crazy. I'm gonna try to make sure that I'm. I'm gonna try to middle it, you know, for, for, if I can. And then finally, two leg money line parlay: Marlins, Rangers, Marlins against the Mets, Rangers against the Red Sox. Both, both have to have it. Like the pitching matchups in both games. Oh, Cabrera against Budo. Cabrera six and zero at home yeah. for the Marlins. I like them in Texas, Red Sox. Oh. Oh, we're gonna go with Montgomery. Oh. They have lo- they've lost three games in a row. They got to win tonight. They're at home. They've been on the road. This is the first game off the seven game road trip. Uh, I booked this. I'm Must win. I'm worried about. I'm worried about the uh, Red Sox. The, Red Sox, the Rangers yeah. lose tonight. That, I mean, this is like one of those games where you look back on it and be like, that was when we lost it. You got to win this game tonight. You have no choice. Like you can't lose this game. You can't come back. You got to beat this Red Sox team. What about Houston at home against Baltimore? Too big. The number is too juicy. It's gigantic, but Baltimore yeah. just clinched. Yeah, that's why. This is the bet on the Astros. How about that though? If you bet, the, if you did that with them with, on Saturday night, Dodgers clinched Sunday six one win. Smoked them. Smoked the Mariners them. are just ripped them, causing problems. So on that. All right, super chat questions from you guys. Uh, Bear Mallings, my twenty twenty three Super Bowl exacta Ravens over Eagles. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, the bird Super Bowl. I have a friend who's been betting this for 20 years. Hopefully he's right at one point. You're live, Bear. That's that's Ravens. I gotta get annoyed with that. Oh, I'm I mean, rooting I'm, for Kevin, our guy Kevin in the Oregon. I have the eleven to one ticket on the Ravens. I know you do. just just it's to just get good. there. So yes, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I, I I don't even need to get to the Super Bowl. It'd be amazing yeah. to have, have Baltimore come here, it'd be phenomenal. Uh, Browns losing right tackle for the year. Should you bet Watt props tonight? Bet what? TJ Watt. I thought you said something else. I thought you said Geo to Watt props. <laughs> no. Watt, like, did he TJ. say Watt props? What is TJ that? Watt, TJ Watt. Is that a new abbreviation for a stat like war or something? What the hell? Um, should you bet? 
Uh, well, he's going to get a sack, yes. What's the total sacks in a game? Probably, what, two and, and a half? Four and a half, really? Wow. Is it two and a half? Wow. Think Watson's running for his life? Mm, no, I think. Let's see. Um, total sacks in a game. A lot of books don't put this up anymore because you can't make the number right unless you use a whole number. Okay, four right. is the number. And everyone wants to use three and a half or four and a half. So it's four and a half with under big juice or three and a half over big juice. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Watt um, gets a sack tonight. Okay. Steelers total points, 18 and a half. Browns total points, 20 and a half. That adds up to 39, Pete Rowe. Under 38 and a half. Overreaction Monday from Crunchy Beaver. The Bears really stink. The Broncos really stink too. Jets are done with the MILF Slayer at the helm. He was cannon fodder anyway. Dallas hasn't played anyone. Niners in three weeks are the barometer. Agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fair. It's fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Orioles Astros means versus Verlander. It's been steamed to 181. Who wins? Uh, wow. A TJ Watt sack over a half a sack is only minus 155. That's fair. Because you can get a half a sack. The only you can get with, a half a sack and the only, with, with, the only problem with the, with the sack problem is you can get a half a sack. It's stupid. Hate the how those be graded. Like those are those are a nightmare. Um yes. That, that the answer to the question was San Francisco, right? No, Astros or Orioles. Oh, we're on to the baseball. Yeah. I don't know. The price is high, but I like the Astros. Yeah, me too. Crunchy Beaver again on the college football front. Colorado plus 21. Is that a sucker bet, Dave? Also, I'm probably going to hedge on the Ole Miss money line against the $500 in super chats I put up. Either way, that's going to be an expensive BVB hat. I want two if Bama loses. LOL. Deal. Oh, that's Crunchy's right. Because earned, Crunchy's earned two hats. There's no question about that. But he said, so like, okay, so he has to buy. So if Ole Miss beats Alabama, he's buying five $100. Super chats, old, right? Crunchy, you think Ole Miss is going to Alabama and winning? Dad, did I go to start asking you this question, Julia? No. Why? No. Why? I'm going to have a conversation right now. No. No, please. Okay. They're not going to be back. They're going to be back. Stop. <laughs> I'm done in 10 minutes. I'll have a conversation in 10 minutes. I'm not talking right now. One o'clock. Stop. Madeline, stop it. No. Okay, sorry. The, 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 I don't really have my show seeing this conversation right now, so please shut the door now. Thank you. Can I just stop? No. <laughs> Like if if I come back and she's relax, <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, and then, am I? Covey Covey wants to know: Am I betting the Brewers tonight? No, I'm only betting one baseball bet: Marlins Rangers. Would you bet the Brewers tonight? Uh, let's see. Damn, Brewers are getting really interesting. Just they are. Of- Everyone's sleeping on them. The, uh, I'm I doing it bet- again. I'm falling for the Central Division team. I'm I doing almost, it again. I almost bet them to win the World I'm- Series last night. I was looking at it. It's it, the value is incredible. The path is there because the second round they played the at Dodgers, and the Dodgers are not the Dodgers, Dodgers susceptible to losing. Just get me in the AL or NLCS, and I got a shot. Yeah, that's the way the thinking always went. Like I, I would fall for St. Louis. I fall for them. The Brewers before 
tonight. They're yes, they're oh Wainwright. It's against Wainwright, P. Rolt. Oh, oh that's why that was the reminder. Remember, I was I'm supposed yes. to bet the Brewers. Yes. So okay, I'll bet the Brewers. Yes, you guys could bet on the Cardinals. I'll bet the Brewers. I'll fade Wainwright. A better bet would be the over. What's the total? Nine? Eight and a half over juiced. So I'll bet the over. You guys can bet the under. There you go. The winner will be it was nine. It was nine last night. It's eight and a half now. So there you go. I'll bet. Yes. Does that answer your question, Covey? Yes. I will bet over. You guys can Brewers bet. You guys can bet under. You guys can bet under on that if you'd like. Favorite thing about today is what? So a um, couple things. Um, saw some people out over the weekend that said to say hello and um, enjoy the show. But I wanted to recognize a couple people that are important to the show. One, Will uh, is back and watching the show and everything else had, you know, probably the hardest moment in his life with his brother and everything else. Welcome back, man. So we just want to welcome you back and appreciate everything you do being here. And hopefully, you know, the brigade and everybody else can pick up your spirits and everything else that you need from us. So mm-hmm. we appreciate Amen. you being here. And two, um, Mish wrote that article in the Chicago Sun-Times. I posted a link. You guys can follow at Rob Mish. Go see the link. He wrote a story about me on Saturday about my time in Curacao, which brought back a lot of memories. And I got a bunch of texts and calls from people that I haven't talked to for a while that may or may not have been down there or may or may not still be down there. We talked about a lot of things, and I said uh, I, I wanted to thank Mish personally for taking the time to listen and talk and write a very – what I thought was a, a, a good article. Uh, it was a great article, and mm. I got some people in Chicago that are sending out papers. Um, they're bringing out papers. They're coming out to visit. So that is uh, is the second thing that I'm very – Favorite thing about today. And lastly, this morning, I stopped down at the the book to say hello to someone. And I walked into a couple wearing a Terry Bradshaw shirt and a Ben Roethlisberger shirt. It was nine o'clock in the morning. They were getting there. They were going to have breakfast. They were going to get their gamble on and they're getting a seat in a sports book. So they, I was like, it's 9 a.m. Game don't kick till five. Do you know the Steelers are playing Sunday night here in Vegas on Sunday, seven days away? Nobody's staying at my house. I'm telling you all right now, you're going to have to talk to my wife. She ain't letting you in the door. I'm telling you, it ain't happening. But I don't think Vegas is ready for what's coming. It's going to be a fun weekend. Can't wait. Raiders need to get themselves a win. So we'll see what the Steelers, if Steelers lose. That's an angry Steelers bunch. Steelers minus of- one tonight. Now, if the Steelers win a game, that's going to two and a half. If the Steelers lose ugly... Uh-huh. We wake up tomorrow, the Raiders are favored. Crazy. So you guys decide what you like right now. If you think can predict the game tonight, you can get value on the line tomorrow. Nothing Raiders, really happens. Home opener. Home opener for the Raiders, too, on Monday night. Yeah. We'll see what, we'll see what they look like. Um, I got to run because of crazies going on in my house. But um, you guys are a riot. 
JC from Casey said, I, Matt, you said 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago. I don't need your help. I don't need that. Don't tell don't her that. that. <laughs> don't tell her that. We can't do this. That's not good. But we had, you know, we had a lot of fun this weekend. We I appreciate Jess and the girls taking Madeline out. She had an absolute ball okay. hanging out with everyone at, at, at bowling. And, you know, she, she, she came home and she told me, she's like, I need to get better at air hockey. I said, why? She said, because Kendall beat me six games in a row. And I said, <laughs> I said, good. <laughs> I said, I said, good. She's like, what do you mean good? I said, good. That means it bothers you. It should bother you if somebody beats you six times in a row. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. You have to get better. She goes, what do I do to get better? I mean, play. Practice. <laughs> you just got to play. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, but she killed me. I'm like, okay, she killed you. Yes. So it was, it, it was, it was a good, she had a lot of fun. It was a good, I appreciate Jess and Deb doing that. So uh, enjoy the games tonight, guys. Two Monday night football games. We'll be, uh, I'll be off and on the discord channel coming in and out for, for during the games. So hop on there, bvbshow.com. You want to be a part of that free to get in. He is Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a full recap. See if the Steelers are one in one or zero and two. We'll find out next tomorrow on BBB.